Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the New Party Podcast. Episode 12. Episode 12. Uh, do we want to explain what just happened? Uh, so, uh, we've learned from our mistakes, though I'm not sure, based on the movie choice, if it's going to show much of a difference. Uh, we've had issues in the past with uh, talking about or reviewing movies and uh, having a difficult time describing what we just watched. So we watched one. We just finished watching yeah. it, and I'm not entirely sure if it helped, but uh, it didn't. We're gonna talk about it. Yeah, we saw Infinity Pool. Yes, and um, I think we've come up with a scientific calculation or to figure out if a movie's good. Correct. <laughs> while you so while you explain this, I'm gonna pull up the stats for this movie. So what you do is, if you want to see a good movie, if the Rotten Tomatoes is a is a good percentage and the user rating is a good percentage it's going to be a good movie if the rotten tomatoes is a high percentage and the movie and the user rating is like like a little above average or not as good then it's going to be a shit movie if a movie has a low rotten tomatoes but a high user score it's going to be an okay movie yeah if it has both low user rating and and um, and Rotten Tomatoes, it's probably a movie where Vin Diesel or Jason Statham is fighting a bigger than usual animal. Because nothing is stronger than family. Nothing is stronger than family. So this movie got 88 on Rotten Tomatoes and a three and a half star user rating. Yes. Uh, it was. The ending sucked. The uh, the last two movies. <clears throat> Yeah. I've seen with cloning, not movies. Uh, I saw that one with Paul Rudd. The yeah. endings have there's no resolution at just, all. Just don't make movies about clones. So, I guess we're getting ahead of ourselves. Infinity Pool uh, is a very interesting movie. I'll say that. Uh, it stars uh, Maya Goth, Alexander Skarsgård. Cleo, oh, Cleopatra Coleman. That's a real name. That's, is that M? Yeah, M. Uh, and some other people. And it is directed by uh, Brandon Cronenberg, I believe his name is, which is, the I believe, the son or the grandson of uh, like the famous director Cronenberg, which is like the guy that grandfathered like body horror movie, body horror genre, sorry, in movies, which this movie definitely had. Yeah. Uh, but... What the fuck? Where do we even start? So it hurts. It it hurts. It, it was very uh, so very unique watch. Uh, Alex Alexander or James Foster, I guess, uh, is a not so famous uh, author, mm-hmm. and he's going on with his wife uh, M or Cleopatra. Yeah, um, they go to a resort in yeah. this made up town. They filmed it in Croatia. Yeah, so it's like a Eastern European area that's right off the beach they meet this couple and the the woman of the couple says she's a huge fan of his writing now this guy's a failed writer yeah he has only one yes yeah, one book didn't sell much in six years one yeah, book in six years six years it sucked <clears throat> he had bad reviews his he doesn't make any money his wife he married rich he married rich his wife is the daughter of a famous publisher mm-hmm. or a book Publish house or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Her father was an author as well, and now he owns like a publishing company. Oh, he's an author too? I believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Which is why, so they kind of get into this. They're talking with the couple, and it's like, well, if the main, if um, Alex or 
um, James in the movie doesn't have any money. Why did you marry him? There, I don't know if they were supposed to be, if they were being sarcastic or not, but it's essentially the father said to never marry someone like him. No, marry an author. Marry an author, marry yeah. author, yeah. And she, she said like she married the first uh, writer that spilt coffee on her or something like that. I guess it's like she, they summed up to daddy issues, which is kind of uncomfortable to begin with, but yeah. they could have been sarcastic. Yeah, I think she was joking. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, she didn't seem like like she was rude to him. Like yeah. she, she, she seemed pretty nice. Well, she wasn't the one that had issues. Mm-hmm. So uh, the couple, yeah, they go to this uh, country, town, whatever, and they're at this resort, and they run into the couple. And the rule is don't leave the resort. Yes. And the reason being is that the government there, there's a bunch of shit that's punishable by death. It's Basically everything. Yeah. They're very, it's very religious. Have anal, you're going to die. Anal, blasphemy. Uh, murder. Murder. Which, okay. Well, yeah, I mean. Yeah. So basically, this couple, the, well, the, the woman says she's a huge fan of his book. Yeah. And so he's like. Gabby is her name. Yeah, Gabby. Gabby says, I'm a, I'm a fan of your <clears throat> book. And he's kind of excited because no one liked his book. And then yeah. he finally meets the one fan. And uh, so they, they go out to dinner and they have the talk. And then the next morning. They're going to go off the resort. Which, again, the which, one rule, don't do that. And this is a good testament to, you know, if you're if you're married, the mm-hmm. wife, uh, wasn't M, didn't want to go. She said, they said, don't come off the resort. So if this movie do? teaches you anything, if your wife, <laughs> like, listen to your wife. Yeah. <laughs> she ended up, he, he fucked, like, his whole life was just insane after that. Yeah. So they went off, they're... They're off the resort. They're on this beach. Drinking and driving, essentially. Yeah. On the way back. Well, before on the way back. Very oh, yeah, uncom- yeah. Very, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell this one. What the, f- I don't the know. The sex scenes in this one are crazy. I don't know what's with, like, the director and the consistency of the bodily fluids in this movie. So, James is taking a piss. And Gabby, the, the wife, I guess wife, of yeah. the couple that he met, or they met, Sneaks up behind him, just starts jerking him off. Yeah. First of all, mid piss, I'm sure that's really fucking uncomfortable and very painful. Yeah, but as you pointed out, he probably has a UTI. Yeah, he probably has a UTI. If you like, if you ejaculate and it's like fucking what, what porridge? That's yeah. the word that I use. So, so it gets what to, the fuck? So it shows the whole thing where like he's about he's 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 turning into a fucking werewolf yeah. mid ejaculation. By the and way, and then all of a sudden it. it there's a scene with just like the ground, and you see like this liquid drop on the ground. Three little droplets. Yeah, and uh, even when he was pissing, he's like, "I'm almost done," and he's just like, <laughs> "Like I don't know this." Yeah, it was an interesting start, and then you know it's <laughs> funny as we're sitting there and we're like, "Wow, that that was intense." It gets worse. Oh, the, much the, so much worse. The sex scenes in this movie, and I thought uh, like the town, for example, had two sex scenes. One made one was more passionate than the other. One made me very uncomfortable. With where the, the one in the chair, Ben Affleck's just on the chair, and he's like, eh, "All right, yep, all right, get off." Is like, yeah. that was a very weird sex scene. This fucking dunks on that. Yeah, it was a little. What? Yeah, yeah, L- uh, little, just a little more weird. Yeah, just a yeah. little bit. Yeah. So they're they're partying or they they leave. It's nighttime. Post ejaculation. Yeah, post post ejaculation. <laughs> it's nighttime, and he she did this during the day. So he went off to like go pee in the woods or something. Yeah, or like, yeah, and then she came up behind him. But so they go to leave. Not weird compared to the rest yeah. of the movie, by the way. Yeah, no, no. This is this is very tame yeah. compared to what what's about to happen. So they're all drunk as fuck now. 
Was he drunk? Because he said he's good to drive. Maybe, well, I think okay, it was I think just, he was less drunk. Yeah, than the other he guy. was. He was the safest out of all of them to drive. Yeah, and so, his fucking car lights began to be possessed. Essentially, yeah, so he's fli- driving. Yeah, his the lights are flickering. He's driving. All of a sudden, guy comes out of nowhere. He hits him. Yeah. Okay. Now, once he hits him, the lights are on. On. Oh yeah. Per- so well, you all gotta it wake needed, him up. all it needed was a human body to tap it for it to work. Yeah. And by the way. And I said we were while we were watching, that guy's a fucking pussy. Just the timestamp when we're recording this, John Wick came out two days ago and I saw it yesterday. It's not gonna spoil anything. He gets hit by like nine fucking cars and shrugs it off. This guy's a bitch, okay? Yeah. He can't take one fucking like uh cor- or uh what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, like kind of like Bodhi car. Yeah. What a bitch, dude. Yeah. Well he's a little older. Yeah, and whatever, you know. But yeah, so they don't call the cops because they're it's they're gonna like- be put to death. Yeah, yeah. So even though it was accidental, you find out later that it's punishable by death. And their death penalty... Wait, wait, okay. So they go back to the hotel. And the, the other couple that's not like James and M, they're pretty fucking calm. They're like, you guys need to calm down. We're not calling the cops. We're going to go back. We'll take care of it in the morning. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. And well, we figure that out. Go on. Yeah, son. so the cops come the next day. They arrest them because I guess they borrowed the car from a resort. Yeah. So if you're going to... You know, this Borrowed. is like a small country, right? So if you got a farmer that died in a car accident on the side of the road, and then this, this, these four people that borrowed a car, they, the car comes back damaged, you're going to be able to put two and two together, right? Yeah. So they bring them in, they get the whole story, and they say that, you know, if even, even if it's an accidental death, still, it it's was, still punishable by death. Whether it's avoidable or not, which yeah. is, it clearly was avoidable. Yeah. So... Um, what's it called? Oh, fuck, what was I going to So they, they spill the beans, the cops know. Yeah. And basically, so the death penalty there is you you have to face, if you kill someone, then their eldest son gets to kill you. Or if, they, if there is no next of kin, then the government does it. Yeah, yeah. But you can pay <laughs> a fee... <laughs> Which just seems like, you know, you could just easily just take the money and not have to clone someone. Unless I that, guess that ruins the movie. Unless this is some sort of, I mean, it could be, we tried to look up the meaning because, again, it's just going to dissolve into madness after this. Yeah. But there could have been another meaning for, you know, tax pay dollars or I don't fucking know. That's yeah. above me. So if you pay a fee. A very substantial fee. Very substantial fee. Well, we don't know how much it is because all that cash that came out was like their currency and it's probably like yeah, maybe like compared to a thousand dollars in that's America. That's true. Yeah. Compared to American dollars, it couldn't have been that much. Yeah. Because if they're really making that money, that <clears throat> building they're in, like, where are they putting the money? Which is another thing. It's a fucking like third world country almost, but they have oh well, I guess spoilers. Yeah. Cloning. Yeah. So what they do is, if you pay the fee, they'll make a clone of you, and then the clone will die. Yeah, but right? you have to watch. You have to watch. Yeah. They have like this fucking exit, like saw jigsaw style execution room. With like a sand floor and a big fucking like a stadium yeah, light. So his clone is tied to a post. It's alive, by the way, and retains all of his memories. Yeah, yeah. So the son goes up with a knife, his little 13-year-old boy, and he's tied to a pole. The other guy, the clone is tied to a pole. He just goes up and starts stabbing him, right? Turns into a fucking water balloon, pretty yeah. much of blood. M and James have to watch this. James is like smiling a little bit at the end. Which he's, he's kind of stone cold and smiling at the end, and M is... Understandably mortified. So the thing, the thing that never gets resolved, or that may, they make you think the whole movie is that maybe they got swapped. Which I, th- I think. So when you see him smiling at the end of his clone getting killed, yeah. you think maybe the clone 
maybe the clone f- found a way to like trick into thinking that you know I don't know how they how they figure it out because yeah. you got two basically he goes into this room I don't know what happens like liquid comes out and they but how He's if in there's both, like this red pool and then he falls asleep and he wakes up with a headache yeah but since it has the whole memory and everything you don't know like if that's him or if it's the clone yeah. So I thought that's what how I thought that was the direction of the movie was gonna go in. Which it's like maybe, yeah. So the the clone dies. F- fucked up thing is they give you an urn with your ashes. How? Oh my god! Which with your clone's ashes, which they stack up throughout the movie. Yeah. Which <laughs> shockingly, like if that were to happen, first it's a souvenir. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Here's a souvenir. Yeah. And the, you always watch like you know what the good horror movies are. The one where it's like. The, the premise, like, no matter what happens, like, there's not a dumb decision where, like, you yeah. you make. like It was inevitable no matter where, what Movie like, did. there's a murderer coming after you. It's like, there's nothing really you can do to stop that. But, like, when you're in a situation where, you know, you're in a country, you don't know where you're at, you're going off the resort, they tell you not. It's like, it's so easy to just be like, yeah, I'm not going to get off the resort. Like, yeah. The fuck you, but like they, he he continuously makes stupid decisions. Yeah. Well, common and, sense would tell you get the fuck out of here after that, and that's yeah. what M was essentially at that point. Oh. Like, so they packed. They were gonna get out. Yeah. But However, comma. He can't find his passport, uh, which James. later yeah. becomes a thing. So he can't find his passport. Um. So she leaves. Oh, no, no, she's still there. She's still there and disgusted can, with how calm he is in the situation. Because yeah. he seems... Um, essentially, she calls him a robot, essentially. Yeah. Which even further... Is he the clone? Yeah. yeah. It's, which, the, I mean, that part of the movie is interesting. So he goes down to the hotel because he needs to book another week. Yeah. Right? Because until he gets his passport resolved, when he's at the bar, or when he's down there, the... What's her name? The thought, Gabby. Gabe, Gabby, yeah. Yeah. Gabby goes, hey, let's grab a drink. They grab a drink. I'll explain everything. Yeah, he goes up, and then all of a sudden he's with all these other, like, rich... And these are all, like, well-off people. Yeah. Like, one's an architect, one's a doctor, and they go up into this hotel room, which, again, another dumb decision where, like, you just got in trouble. Yeah. Like, you're going to go hang out with the, the couple that got you in trouble? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. So they go upstairs, and I guess they're in a room with all these rich people that go there every summer. Yeah. Or yeah, it's, every, it's summer. every summer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like this is their vacation. Yeah, and they're all essentially in the same boat as him. But it seems like this is not their first rodeo or yeah. their second rodeo. So it seems like they go on vacation there because they can get away with crime because they have money to get away with. Yeah, because they just they act recklessly the whole time because it's like if they get caught, so they um, they're all they're all drinking. Did they take the drugs yet? Or is that after? That's later on. Later Holy on. shit! Yeah. yeah. So they get drunk. And they're like, uh, they heard they heard you have a, and this is why the the later on when you see the passport thing, yeah, it's kind of weird because they're like, hey, I got you. Um, if you come with us, we're gonna go into this architecture architect's house to steal this award that was given to him instead of the architect that was. Yeah, I I forgot. I didn't remember the backstory. I too think much. it was something along the line. I thought it was the guy that uh, was like he was awarded with. Uh, giving prosperity to the country because he's the one that was fighting for that act that you're able to like make the doubles for and he's like well they're killing us even though we're alive they're killing us and they're proving that they're better than us so we need to show them that we're better than them which doesn't make any fucking sense yeah and they gave him a medal for like giving prosperity to the country for enacting that act which 
A, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And B, them going to steal it makes even little sense. But clearly these guys are fucking crazy. Yeah. So they go to this house. They break in. It's the worst break in. You could tell these people, they're, they don't know how to commit crime. They take a fucking fire extinguisher and slam his but fucking... But that, that was to get into the resort to get oh, the masks. yeah, that's Then they true. get in the car... So they have the, like these fucked up masks that are part of the culture. Uh, yeah, right? I don't. It's like weird. Get that, yeah, they they steal the masks in like the the most. Uh, what's it called? The loudest way possible. The loudest way possible. Jesus, right? dude. Yeah. They take a fire extinguisher. They break the glass. They're, they're just they're stumbling like, drunk. Stumbling, the whole stumbling time. drunk around, grabbing the mask. Then they get in the car. After they just which works got so in well trouble. the first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they get in the car, and um, they go to this guy's house. He's having sex with a bunch of uh, women. Yeah, and as they do. As they do, yeah. In movies like he this. has a huge mansion. Huge mansion, tiniest penis I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Not that I wanted to see it, but, you know. So, but before, when they're, they're going up the stairs, James is, like, at the front door. Like, if you're breaking into a house, it's so weird to, like, go through the front He's door. He's just checking for... Also, where are the fucking cameras? This country has, like, future technology to completely clone yeah, people. That's the but other. there's no fucking security. This is back to Harry yeah. Potter. Where are the fucking security cameras? Yeah. I don't... You have all this cloning technology. And, like, the country's, like, in poverty. And it's Except like, for the resorts, I guess? You figured, out, you figured out cloning, but you haven't figured out poverty. Yeah. Because, like, if you could clone people, you could sell, like, organs on the black market. Yeah. And then just bring a bunch of money into the country. Or you could, there's so many things you could do with that, but uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess it's a corrupt government kind of deal, so why would you? But you don't have any fucking security cameras for like even some of your like military higher ups. Well, I think they who maybe they did have security cameras because they they caught him. They were wearing masks, so. I, or they just don't give a fuck. I guess. Yeah. I guess they just That's don't what I'm give saying. a fuck. Like, yeah. They don't. They don't care. They get away they with get, way too get, much yeah. in this movie. Yeah. So. For a lot of people being like in their sixties too, like okay. yeah. So they get the guy out. Um, there's one of the sec- I guess it's his security guard or someone else that works there. He yeah. had a gun. He starts shooting at them. They shoot back. Um, About the, fucking the, time, by the way. They were there for like thirty minutes. Yeah. Like all right. He must. The house must be super big. Yeah, I guess. But um, so they they escape the house with the award. Yeah. And uh, well, the first they have them tied up. And then the one guy is like the the husband of Gabby. Yeah. He's like, dude, look at all this alcohol and cigars. And they take their masks off. Yeah, they take their masks off and they're like, hey, let's chill here and smoke cigar. Like, they literally like they just don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's like that's why they could that's probably why they go to the resort, because they could just do whatever they want. I guess, yeah. So they go back and then another dumb decision, right? So the guy's shot uh in the leg. Gabby's wife. Gabby, husband, Gabby's sorry. husband. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, they're going up, and then James goes, "Oh, my room is closest. So let's, let's go, go to, to my room. place." Yeah, oh, yeah. and is still there, and like Sleeping. she starts freaking out, and he's like, "No, no, no, it's okay." It's Wearing okay. the creepy ass mask. Yeah. it's okay, Emma. It's okay. Yeah, oh, I mean, this God. poor Emma. Emma is such a sweetheart. I mean, the fact <laughs> that she still at the end was like, "Yeah, are you coming back?" Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have just. She should have just cut him off after the third one. Well, yeah. Or after the second one. Well, after that, I understand being disturbed from the first one, but people kind of process things their own way. Uh, Then, well, after that, you know, they go to sleep the next morning, or they wake up the next morning, and M is essentially ready to leave. And, like, the smart guy the main character is, James, he's like, go go back to daddy. 
Just yeah. leave. And then as he walks out, he's like, wait, wait. Yeah. Immediately. Like, I immediately regret what I just said. I'm like, okay, idiot. Oh, my God. So, fuck. After M leaves, they're then trying to... that's when the... They do the drugs. Oh yeah. So there's this like. Fucking- oh no, he's on the he's on the beach with the cigar and the mask. She comes up. It starts raining. She goes, "Let's go to." Gabby says, "Let's go to my room." Yeah. They go to a room. There's like some ancient root that's a hallucinogen. In the, which of course is illegal throughout, yeah. or it's like a religious thing. Yeah. In, throughout the yeah. country. So, they basically they put this root in a bowl. They light it. He S- you inhale it. it. It's like one of the what are those. Those bowls where you smash up medicine. Yeah, yeah, I, I forgot like what it's that, called, yeah. but yeah, you get the point. And it's they, it's supposed to be a hallucinogenic, and of course an aphrodisiac, aphrodisiac because, because clearly she wants his dick the whole time. Yeah, yeah, she's made that apparent. So he's like, "How long does it take to?" And then as soon as that, it starts getting trippy. Then there's a sex scene. So he's on the bottom, she's on top, and then the camera pans back, and her All husband the, yeah. is grabbing his leg and jacking off. And then behind him are. So it's like what three or four couples in total? Yeah, essentially yeah, yeah. it's a Congo line of just so it's, fucking. It's, so it's three couples and then him because it was seven total. Yeah. So it's a big orgy between all seven of them, and I don't think he knew that they were there. Some crazy ass, like yeah. Oh my god! There was a scene where one of the the bald guy was behind the other guy, like grabbing him. Yeah. Like at first it's like okay, the weird part was he's grabbing the guy's leg and jacking off while the yeah. guy's banging his wife. Yeah. And then, you know, then it kind of gets weirder. Then the girl has, like, milk coming out of her boob. And then something. it's more than that? Yeah, and then it extends. Oh, my God. Yeah, her nipple extends. <laughs> it just keeps getting, like, worse, worse and, and worse. worse. And right? we'll save you all the details, but what the fuck? Yeah, and so basically I have two heterosexual guys watching this in just the most discomfort yeah. Like, <laughs> also, that scene was easily five minutes. I don't know how long the scene was, but it was five minutes too long, even if the scene was only 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. No, it felt like forever. Yeah. Like, that was very, very difficult to watch. Yeah. So. There's a few scenes like that in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, They're way too long and very difficult to watch. And I thought her was very uncomfortable, and it still is, but. No, yeah. That was. Jesus. That probably, if I was, if it wasn't like that we were going to review it and I was by myself, mm. that would have been when I turned it off. Yeah. I checked out after that. Like, yeah. Eventually, at that point, I'm just watching to see how this ends. Well, yeah, I was like, I kind of, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to skip it, but I'm sure it's going to end soon and then it just didn't. Yeah. And then, because you're thinking like, okay, if, if Rotten Tomatoes gave it 88%, there's going to be some it's phenomenal worth continuing to watch. ending. Yeah. Well, so, that's what I'm watching for. I'm watching... Yeah. Like, I'm already checked out. I'm like, this is, like, weird. We're not even halfway through at that point, too. No, I think that's, like, or maybe that around halfway, halfway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so, what happened? They wake up the next morning. They're eating breakfast. Yeah. He's taking olives out of a jar. Putting he's just it in crazy his mouth, now. And he's, like, shooting it across to, like, other other people that are eating. Normal people. Yeah, just he turned into, like a, like, a dick. Yeah. Right? And um, what happens next? So they do Oh, that. so then they go at night and they something about oh the, he's still hanging out with these. They're people. still he's still well yeah I mean he's still with them, and then they skip to the next night where essentially hey uh, you you know in order to help you get your passport the guy that's continuing to arrest us he's the one that's keeping you here it's his fault so we need to capture him because he's getting some injection so we're gonna go kidnap him real quick from a hospital 
Yeah, because that makes sense. So they're all fucked up, of course, because why wouldn't you make these stupid decisions without being under the influence of something? Uh, James stays outside. Gabby's husband and one of the other the other husband go inside to take the body, I guess, of the officer that keeps arresting them. Yeah. To and teach he, him they, a lesson. He comes out on a stretcher. With an IV and shit still intact. And you know what? What kind of what I found out was weird after that was they they told him, like, hey, if you do this, we'll get your passport back. But then they make him wait outside. So it's like he's not really actually doing it. Yeah. And then you find out why. So they, they bring again completely and I wow, just sorry everyone. We're I, I'm very bad at picking movies apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um while they're inside taking the body, which I wasn't sure was dead or, or not at first until I saw there was an IV stuck to it, which yeah. is like perfectly stuck to the table with them. Uh, there's a military police van that comes and almost runs the main character over, and they just leave and let him do his thing. It's not suspicious at all. Yeah. So the two other husbands come out with the body on a stretcher with like the entire body's covered in a blanket. Yeah. It left very ambiguous. Throw him inside the truck, bring it back. They're like, all right, James. You need to show him. Tonight we're going to see how strong you really are, which, again, I don't fully understand. Uh, show him how strong you are. Do whatever you want to do. So he's doing some fucking, he like— He takes the, takes the hallucinogen again. Yeah, he takes the hallucinogen, and then he turns into a fucking werewolf. He's, like— He's, like, doing, like, these chants. Have you ever seen the movie Split? The guy that, like, when he changes personalities, like, yeah. the beast personality where he just, like, extends himself, or, like, the Joker, how he's, like, trying to stretch himself as far as possible? yeah. And he's just fucking crazy. He's in the daze, and he starts beating the shit out of the guy. And then, again, with the bodily fluids, starts pissing on him. I don't know how you piss, and I'm not going to ask, but that doesn't, like, that guy has, like, a yeah. UTI or something. I don't yeah. know what the fuck. I don't know. I don't know if that's some other, like, sub-layer, or I'm just thinking way too much into that. Not that I want to think about it, but it's just, it's very unsettling. Yeah. So... He beats the shit out of him. He pisses on him. They all start pissing on him. They take... they. Oh, well, the guy's in a military outfit now. Don't know how that works since he was on the stretcher before. Yeah. Very confusing. Uh, and they have, you know, fucking Taliban style, like a pillowcase over the guy's face or over his head. They reveal it, and it's another clone of James. Yeah. It's a third so clone now. So he was peeing now. on himself. He was peeing on himself and beating the shit out of himself. Oh, this is... Third, oh, yeah, yeah. Third well, this is, this is now the third. Yeah. So then the police show up, and they arrest him, and they're all waiting. They're all just shooting the shit and waiting. Like, why... So that, why did... At that point, why did they arrest him? Well, because they kidnapped and were abusing and beating the shit out of, like, a military officer. But it was a clone. Well... And we'll get into that. Yeah. So, which is what I, I don't want to spoil that yet, but I think I understand why, maybe. Uh, it's another shady thing. Wh whatever. So, it seems like they're. No, wait, the police didn't get them that time. Somebody arrested them because they, they wind it back up in jail again, all of them as a group. No, no, that's. Remember, they were all there. So, the first one was just James. The second one, remember, they were in the room and it was like they were tricking them? Like it wasn't. They were like, oh, I'm going to show you a lesson. Then they cut their throats. Well, here's, here's and I, I, I want to talk about that. I think that proves, and I apologize, everyone, we're kind of going everywhere, but I feel like that proves that they are clones because they, it, I thought they got arrested because the next scene is them all in the gowns waiting. And he's like, yeah, I want to show you guys a lesson. That and was the second, that was the first time. That was when they, they broke into the guy's house. 
Okay. They never got in trouble for the military one because that wasn't, it wasn't okay. them. Okay, yeah. so then we're mixing things around a little bit. So with, going back for a moment, they got arrested for the first time, right? For breaking yeah. into the guy's house and stealing the metal and shit. And the, the clone one, they paid the police to make the clone. So they they're not gonna get arrested, but it it, it just seems kind of strange because they get arrested and they're in there and like, hey, we're waiting forever. That's the first time. Yeah, that's for breaking into the guy's house. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm going back yeah. to that real quick. Oh, okay, but it yeah, seems yeah. like they they got arrested, right? And then they were there waiting and like, I'll pay you, I'll pay you, I'll pay you. But then there's another version of them watching them get executed. Yeah. But the way they it even further kind of to me proves that they're just shitting out clones and. These are new clones of the people that were previously killed. Yeah. And I don't know. That's just the way, like, the cinematography, that's just how it shows it to me. Maybe I'm wrong, and I, I understand it's meant to be left kind of ambiguous. Yeah. But I think that kind of proves that they're just clones. Oh, yeah. Maybe they were like, we made clones of you. We're going to teach you a lesson. And, then and they... we'll let the clones live. Yeah, but then after that, they're still committing crime. Well, because they have the memories of their previous versions, so they just kind of do the same thing. Oh, but that okay. way, like, whatever, no one's going to know this anyways. I might as well just kill the real ones and let the clones live. Yeah. As, like, that's the lesson they're teaching. And that's how I read it, essentially, because it shows them all, like, when, you know, we'll pay you, we'll pay you, we'll pay you, and they all go out and he shows to teach them a lesson, and then there's other, like, there's another, cl you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But... I'm sorry, I digress. Anyways, that's. I just thought that was kind of interesting. That kind of further proves that even though they're trying to leave it ambiguous, maybe they are just making clones and killing the originals. Yeah. I don't know. Or at this point, if that's true, that would have been clone. I don't fucking know. It's yeah, very no, confusing. It's confusing. Unless the first time that he was the real one and the second time they killed the real one that was replaced by the clones, so then the clones, clones lived the second time. It's very confusing. But... Fuck, where are we now? <laughs> yeah. No, we're after they beat up uh, James. And then we see that, I mean, they have DNA. They keep the DNA clearly for the clones, and they're yeah. just making other clones of the people they've stolen DNA from to do other things, like replace military officers that were killed, or later on, bred to be a fucking dog. Well, no, 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 no. They they did that as a prank. It wasn't the they cloned... James. How does that work? Like they clone James, or they no, no, knew the, some? They paid the police to clone him. Okay, maybe that's what it was. It's, it's very fucking confusing. Yeah. So remember, she was at the door, and she's like, "We paid them to to oh, make a okay. clone." Oh, yeah, it was, it was just a, a joke. joke. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, still, that's a lot of shit's going on. Yeah. So then, as as he's in the as Gabby's trying to get him to come out of the room, because he runs out of the room once he realizes he peed on himself. He runs to the bathroom essentially. He runs in the bathroom and he they grabs... They start singing outside with their masks on. Yeah. So they, he goes into the bathroom, he opens the bottom of the sink and pulls his passport out. So he's had the passport the whole time. So he, yeah, he purposely, air quote, lost it. Yeah. So I think he wanted to stay because he might have enjoyed... He was interested in yeah. what was going on. And clearly there's something not right with him. Yeah. And... Um, now it's time for him to leave. So he gets a, he gets a flight, he gets on the bus... And um, he tries to sneak away, and then the... He's on, like, the, a shuttle. Yeah, he's on a shuttle. The group is, like, following him in cars, and they get the bus to pull over. Yeah. And um, James... By shooting the fucking window out. Yeah. So they, they pull him over. They tell James to come out. They're like, James is a spineless coward. Either let, give him up, or I'm going to come in and start shooting. shooting. Yeah. So he gives himself up. They're walking back, 
and he's- They're on like a mountainside, like a road mountainside kind of deal with like rails and shit. So he's, they have him walking and they're in the cars behind driving slow. And she's sitting on the roof eating like fucking KFC or some shit and drinking. And she's essentially explaining to him like, I never read your book. It's very presumptuous of you to think that I would read your shitty book. And I'm not a fan of you. It was very hard to track you. And they're essentially, she's egging him on and talking down to him and reading reviews about his book and how bad it was and how much of a shitty author he is and how much of a coward he is. And he finally snaps and tries to grab the gun from her, which completely fails. Yeah. So then he runs away like a bitch, not grabbing the gun that was next to him, running into the forest. She grabs a gun. Well, because he leaves it there. Yeah. Which, okay, Yeah, I don't, how, okay. If you're a guy, and he's not like a wimpy dude, like he's kind of well, and he's fucking huge, like not big, but he's like at least six five, six yeah. six. I don't understand how you can't just take the gun, but I guess for the movie's sake, whatever. You like, yeah, there's so, a lot of shit going on. In so his the mind. gun falls on the ground. He gets away and he runs. Instead of grabbing the gun, he runs into the forest, and instead, and she starts shooting into the forest, and he just Hits keeps him somehow. He's running because he's running straight. Well, yeah. Look, run. You got an alligator zigzag. Yeah, you got to like get behind a tree or run diagonally. He's running through a fucking forest and he still gets shot. Yeah, so he gets shot in the leg. He comes upon this farm, <laughs> and uh, I don't remember if that was just a halluc- hallucination. If that was the farm, it had they, to have been. The person they hit was a farmer. Yeah. And in the beginning, so he pulls up to a farm. He's injured, and he passes out essentially. Yeah, and then the he wakes up in in the farm bed. after having this hallucination that the son of the farmer is like choking him. Yeah, so well he wakes up the first time and yeah, it's the son of the farmer that stabbed the clone. Yeah. The real one, the clone whatever. The one that was originally executed, the the, the son stabbed to death. He then walks up with his creepy ass smile and like chokes him to death and then he wakes up a second time and he's fine. Yeah. It was only just a dream, as they say. Then he Gets out of the farm. And the couples are outside with their fucking cars, like with their cars revving and the lights on and the spotlights on him. And they're like, it's okay. We said that that you're just uh, a toy to us and you're just a tool we're using to make our vacation more interesting and we really don't like you and we're just using you. But it's okay. Follow me. So they bring him further out of the, the shed or like the barn house that he was in and they have another clone of him completely naked with Alicia on, essentially, there's like a dog version of him. And he's like, for your transformation to be the complete you and to shed your coward larval state, it could only be done through blood. Because clearly you haven't done enough killing and enough crazy bullshit. Now you're going to have to literally kill yourself. I thought they were going to ask him to do some weird shit because the dog clone of him was naked. I'm like, hey, go fuck yourself. I'm like, I would have... After he does some weird shit. Yeah, I would have turned them like, at that point, all right, we get the gist, we're fine. Yeah. So they give him a knife and it's like, you need to kill yourself to really become one of us, which I don't really know what that proves or what good that does at this point, but whatever. And um, he throws the he knife. Throws the he knife. says he's not going to do it. And he's like the dog, like, you go get it, go fetch. And the dog immediately fucking pounces on him and starts to bite his fucking arm. Yeah, yeah, he's struggling and with his other he gets naked on, self. He gets on top of his naked self and just starts punching and punching and just punching and punching. Just beats him into a fucking, like, paste, essentially. His blood, a very gory scene. So then, he's sitting there, like, bewildered because he just killed someone with his H- bare hands. Himself, yeah. Yeah. Gabby comes up, takes 
her well, shirt off. Well, first, like, nuzzles him. Nuzzle. Like, caresses his bloody pulp hand. Uh-huh. Go on, sorry. Grabs, takes, like, takes her hand, gets the blood on her hand, takes her shirt off, or takes, like, she has, like, a dress. She reveals, like, her nipple, puts the blood on the nipple, and then... Breastfeeds him? Breastfeeds him. Uh, uh, yeah. So, it's, yeah. So, so that happened. They wake up the next day, right? And then they all get on the shuttle. Now he's allowed to go home because they're going home. The vacation's over. They're done using him. They get to the airport. And I'm thinking, like, on the bus right there, I thought he was going to kill all of them. Yeah. Like, because, you know, it's like they're coming here every summer and, like, killing people and causing Which havoc. would have been a better ending than what we got, honestly. Yeah. Just kill all of them and then himself or something. I don't know. But he doesn't. They're at the airport. They say bye. We'll They're see acting next completely year. normal. They're talking about like, oh, did you tell this person at home to do this? And oh, when we when you get back from vacation, what are you going to do? Well, I'm yeah. going to do this, and I'm going to be alone, and I'm, I do this. To, it's like nothing ever happened. They're completely just shifting back into normal society mode. Yeah, and they get to the airport. They say bye to everyone. Hopefully, we'll see you next yeah. year. Yeah, and then uh, everyone leaves. He's sitting in the airport. They're doing last call. Well, well, first, he's on the phone with his wife. Oh, yeah. And he's yeah. like, I love, which I guess she just accepted him back. Yeah. Like, hey, I love you. Miss you. I'm sorry again. I'll be home by 10, 30, 11 o'clock tomorrow, essentially. Implying that was patched up somehow. Yeah. I mean, I guess she only saw a fraction of the fucked up shit that was going on. And I guess at that point, you could chalk it up to he didn't know how to process the situation. Yeah. Since she didn't know anything else that happened. So I guess he was able to mend that relationship together. Yeah. I think he knew it was going to be over once the movie came out and uh, she saw him sucking on the nipple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it been over. Yeah, exactly. So I think he just knew. Well, so there's a little, he's sitting there. Everyone's kind of left the airport and they're saying last call to his flight. Yeah. And he doesn't get on the flight. Next scene, he's on the beach and they call it rainy season. That's when everyone goes home because this place gets a lot of rain. It's like a monsoon, essentially, outside. And, yeah, and then he's just sitting in a lounge chair and rain is pouring down on him. And that's the end. That's it. He mends stuff with his wife, I guess, artificially and just and he misses his flight. Yeah. And just, I guess, to stay there for until next summer, which I don't know if he's just planning to die there. Because here's the thing. Throughout the whole movie, he's broke. Yeah. He's broke. He married rich was the joke. So his wife has all the money. Well, we don't know. They might not have a prenup. So... I don't know. If something happens. Yeah. But he's just... He stays. Everyone leaves and he just stays there getting pelted by rain. And I guess the point of the movie is, is like... I uh, Listen to your wife. Dude. Listen to your wife. Just listen to your wife. Yeah. That's it. Well, I think... With him hiding the passport is like he kind of. You reap what you sow. I don't. No, he just know. kind of. Uh, I don't know. I think he liked that. Uh, you know, if he's been a submissive dude his whole life, hmm. kind of. You know, his wife make has all the money. He's a failed writer. I mean, he's not really doing anything. Yeah, either. I mean, it's so, like if you haven't written a book in six years, and like you just go around being kind of like your wife's like boy boy toy. You don't really have anything yeah. going for yourself. Like when you finally get to a point where, you know, like you're you're committing crime or like doing stuff, like you finally feel like a rush. Like you're, yeah. you know, you go from six years to being docile to doing something bad. Yeah. And you kind of, then he, 
That's why he hid his passport. Oh, by the way, when he was packing up for the airport, he had three urns. Yeah, he had three urns, and he's <laughs> taking them with him. Which he never left with, clearly. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I was trying to read some fucking articles, some always, you know, when I watch a movie like this, like with her, like, Infinity Pool ending explained, and it's, some people are talking about how it's like a commenting on... What was it like the psychoanalytic theory? Psychoanalytic theory of like the id, the ego, and the superego. And one person was talking about like the consequences of like not having any consequences for doing bad things. And it's like I I don't see the point. See, I think what they were trying. Just, I read one thing where it was like, um, good old Reddit. Yeah, Reddit. <laughs> yeah, I have to, movies like this. I have to go to Reddit for it to be explained to where me. Where the real smart people are. Yeah. <laughs> so, so someone was like, uh, basically, the other couples were able to compartmentalize their evil to just this island, and then go back to their normal lives. He wasn't like them, so he had to stay there. Yeah. So he couldn't go back to his normal life after all the stuff he did. Yeah. Fair enough. So. Because uh, Gabby completely accepted that lifestyle and that's yeah. obviously something she was used to but he wasn't but uh yeah so that was that so uh i wonder if like all of them they got in trouble maybe they weren't all like that before but it's something about like seeing yourself die mm. and then kind over of over and over again something or just the first time yeah like something in you changes where like you gotta think that's crazy like you commit a crime then you watch yourself get killed for that crime and then maybe it gives you like a like um you know you want to live life now because you had a second chance at life because you but should why be do you use it on that that's like i, I get what you're saying, what saying but like yeah. what the fuck dude I, no i have no idea what the movie was about yeah <laughs> i have no idea why any of this was made yeah but, we thought know. oh if we watch the movie before we'll be able to process it and give a better explanation and I think we were going to watch, we thought about watching Cocaine Bear, but it was like a $20 <laughs> rental. Maybe next time. Now, and the, the original plan was, I mean, I've ta- I think I first brought it up uh, in the first episode of the, you know, of this the podcast. Winnie the Pooh. The Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, but it's not, it's very limited showings and it's not out yet. But when it is, definitely look forward to that. And it'll probably sh- be a better movie. Yes. Uh, yes. And... I mean, there could be details that are over our head, but clearly it was an artsy movie where Rotten Tomatoes liked it and everyone else kind of had... It was a mixed bag. I'm trying to see if... We'll put we'll put our uh, Rotten Tomato user score to the test with that. Let's see. So Rotten Tomatoes, you want to guess uh, what they gave Winnie the Pooh? Uh, Blood and Honey? It was probably, I don't know, like a... Four percent. Four percent. Okay. The user rating is three point four out of ten. Google users sixty one percent liked. So we'll test that theory. You're trying to say that I Apple users are better than Pixel users? That you're trying to say? No, Google users. Yeah, Pixel. Oh no no, IMBD DB or whatever gave I'm, it three point four. IGN gave it four out of ten. I feel like the Google ratings is always like sixty something because I saw that with Infinity Pool. It's like. User rating was three to three and a half stars. Uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes was 88, and then Google Reviews was like 60-something. Yeah, I think it's just like one of those things where, like if you, like with Yelp, like I only give like five-star reviews. Mm. So like if I go somewhere and it's at, like I don't get why people give like three-star reviews. Like if it's just average, like 
What are you writing a review for? Yeah. Like, I hate when people are in Yelp like, well, I never give someone five stars, so I'm giving it four. And it's like, you're fucking with that c- company's, like, money. Yeah. Especially because it's mostly used, it's mostly beneficial to, like, mom and pop shops. Yeah. And, like, the fact that you would give a mom and pop shop four stars when it should be five just because you never give five. Don't, don't leave a review then. Yeah. But, you know... I'll do that or I'll give a like one star review if I where I have to warn people like not to go to this place. I think yeah. I've only done it like once or twice. Yeah. But like if I go to a place and it's just like people on Yelp will give like three stars to McDonald's. It's like <laughs> what do you like did you did you get the food that you ordered? Yeah. Well then it's five stars. There you okay. Go. They, there like you that's go. you know, they'll sit there and they'll go like the burgers were why are you giving it's food fucking reviews? McDonald's. It's McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. restaurant, like, fast food places, either it's one star or five star. If you if you got what you ordered, then it's five star. If you got it and, like, maybe you ordered a burger and with three patties at Wendy's, they gave you one, like, okay, they fucked up your order. If yeah. they don't, you got to give them, you, two, if you're going to give reviews, you got to give the restaurant a chance to redeem themselves. Yeah. Don't go on Yelp and go, they gave me the wrong order, blah, 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 one star. Talk to the restaurant. I did this with, uh, I ordered Marco's pizza. Mm-hmm. Asked for the all meat. I got a pizza with just salami on it. And right. I, I called them and I was like, hey, you know, I ordered the all meat. Can you just give me, refund me the difference? Because I'm sure like one topping pizza is yeah, less yeah. than the all meat. And they credited me the whole pizza. There you go. Which they didn't have to do. But so they fucked up my order, but I'm not going to go since they redeemed it. I'm not going to if they were like, no, fuck you. You ordered it. Then it was like, all right, maybe then you go to Yelp and say, don't go here. The manager's a dick. Yeah. But you got to give them a chance to like redeem themselves. Well, we're trying to say this movie was fucked up. This movie sucked. This movie fucking sucked. That's what we're trying to say. What we're trying to say is don't. Don't go there. Don't. Just don't. So speaking of which, not kind of. Dumb to ask, I guess, but uh, what would you give this movie out of 10? <laughs> it started strong. The, so I was very interested in watching the movie, which is why I'm sorry I, I recommended it. Oh, no, it's it, all right. It seemed, it seemed very interesting, and the concept itself was interesting, but it's just, I don't know. And maybe I have a shitty There was no resolution. Like, I give the first third where it was like up to the blow building job, it. or the hand job yeah it just got worse so like the first third where it's like okay this is an interesting concept you die you get a clone or whatever like I was like okay they could take this movie and make it like nuts they could do anything yeah. with it so I give like the first third like an 8 out of 10 yeah then the second part where they're having like the orgies of, uh, it's starting to go like it's starting to it's starting to go the wrong way in terms of where they could have went but there's with still it. some interesting parts to it yeah but the resolution could still tie it all together. So I gave I gave the second I'll give the second third like a fucking like a six out of ten. Sure. And then the last third, zero. It's zero. Yeah. Okay? And I'm not a movie critic. I don't know what Rotten I'll read the Rotten Tomato reviews and what they say. It's probably like some deep bullshit like, oh, you know, like like when people watch Fight Club and they go, Oh, it's a thing about uh, corporatism and blah blah blah. It's like, no, dude, it's a movie where these guys get together and fight. And, and one person, yeah, one guy has tits. And, and, it's, and it's Brad Pitt and Edward Norton. It's a it's a hit. Okay. Yeah. Stop, stop stop. Literally digging, and figuratively. Stop digging into it, dude. Yeah. It's like give like giving like a John Wick movie like Fast and the Furious, the first one is like one of the best movies I've ever seen. And now nothing stronger than family. But like Ron Tomato is gonna be like 
though it had no deep plot and it's like there's no deep plot they're racing cool cars dude fuck off yeah Jason Statham's in it okay yeah well no that's the later one no, yeah, I, yeah, the yeah. first one when I watched that dude I was so into cars I'd never <laughs> been into cars before I saw Fast and the Furious I was like looking up all the cool like I was like which car did Vin Diesel have like all that shit I got the Need for Speed. That yeah. was like, dude, Need oh, yeah. for Speed, where you could customize your cars and shit. Hell yeah. But like, what pissed me off is like, you had to do races where you raced SUVs and shit. And mm. It's like, okay, well, I don't want to race a Cadillac Escalade. Not a fucking Escalade. soccer mom, right? Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, I, mean, by I need that, to see the reviews. By that logic, I mean, if you gave it a six, or if you gave part one an eight, and the second part a six, and the third part a zero. Fifth, yeah, zero. So it's like a five. It's like a four, four and a half. Four and a half, yeah. and I would agree. Yeah, it's very, it, well, it was very vague. It was a very vague, but kind of intriguing concept. And then just, I, let me read, I'm, I'm going to read a Rotten Tomatoes review. Please. Okay. Is a positive or a negative one? I mean, I no, guess. I'm just going to read the positive one. I, say, I guess most of them would be positive then if it's an 88. Okay, Read the critic reviews. Read those. So, a top critic. No, wait, let me get a longer one. It's a powerful theme, occasionally lit, leavened by flashes of satirical black humor, and Skarsgård skillfully portrays a man watching in disgust as his soul is sucked out of him. But the movie film stretched... Uh, the, the, mo- the film feels stretched at two hours. Yes. Top critic. Brandon Cronenberg... Definitely has a way with words, but he's even more of a craftsman when it comes to visuals, especially trippy CGI-laced montages. Well, there was a scene where, like, literally he's hallucinating and he's ripping himself in half. Yeah. And there's, like, slime and shit everywhere, and, like, it just it's just unnecessary. Yeah. So, and that's coming from someone that my, I don't know, probably not anymore, but my favorite movie used to be Abraham Lincoln and the Vampire Slayer, and that's not, like... That's coming from someone that loves. That's not your favorite anymore. I don't know, honestly. That's I'm gonna have to go on like a self search to figure out what number one is. But it's still, if it's not my favorite, it's still top five. But wow, what changed? I just I've seen a lot of movies since then, and kind of you know things kind of changed. Maybe we could do jump jump on the Sicario bandwagon. We could bring back the top fives, and we could talk about our new favorite five movies. How we've grown. How we've grown or regressed as people after watching this movie. That was tough. Yes. I might need to go home and watch like The Big Short or like Sicario just to. Yeah. Or just something innocent just to kind of balance, to go turn on some fucking SpongeBob or something. Yeah. I don't know. But um, yeah, I would have to agree. I'd probably give it like a three to a four. It was a vaguely interesting idea and then they just, he went with it. And that's for some people, uh, not for me. The same thing with the Paul Rudd one. You, well, yeah. So that's which I was kind of thinking about it uh, before. Uh, Living with Myself is a Paul Rudd. It's like a show starring Paul Rudd on Netflix where he, there's this spa that a coworker recommends to him after coming to work one day feeling like a new man. And essentially it's these two Chinese dudes or Korean dudes that you go to the spa, they knock you out and they clone you and kill the original. But that it has like the best version of yourself that could possibly be DNA uh, emotional wise, physically wise, is everything, and yeah. they fuck up and they don't kill the original Paul Rudd. So now there's two Paul Rudds that share the same memories. Yeah, and it's again very interesting, but 
The dude, end, that the fucking ending. ending. I watched it. The thing is, is like that was so it was, disappointing. It was another one where I wanted to see what the ending was, and as it and went that wasn't on, even weird throughout. Like, it was pretty funny through a lot of yeah. it. Yeah. Then the ending was just like, I don't know, dude. It's like if, and I've said this before, but if I was a director, or I was, what I would do is I would think of the best possible ending. Yeah. That's how I would start my movie and then work your way back. Work your way back. Yeah. I bet you're wondering how I got here. Yeah. One of those things. Yeah. Well, no, you just think of like, because I think these, they focus so much on enticing people to watch it. They start the first half and they're like, oh, okay, okay. And then the ending comes and people get mad. Like, people got mad at Game of Thrones. I didn't, I just heard about it. I yeah. watched like the first season of it. I didn't get into it. But, you know, just start, start with the ending. Yeah, make like the best ending you could think of. Just and go figure out how you got there. Yeah, watch every movie with like a good ending. Come up with the formula, and then just put in like some AI generator. Ugh. Just fucking, what's the best ending to a movie? Like the Chat GBT or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Have it come up with the with the plot line, and but base it around the ending being good. Yeah. That's how you get people. To, I feel like people are m- more likely to talk positively about. Uh, uh, an average movie that ended well than a than a really good movie that ended shitty. Yeah, I think people because there's people want resolution. Yeah, like that left me going like, okay, why did I spend two hours watching yeah. this? Like I just we should have watched Cocaine Bear, dude. Dude, and I bet Cocaine Bear had a good ending. Well, it's based off of a true story, at least loosely. So yeah, I'm sure there'll be some sort of resolution for that because there's not a Cocaine Bear going around this to the, you know to this day. But yeah. Ay, ay, ay. Well, maybe next time you pick the movie. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. see. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, how, how long are we at right now? We're at 53. 53, wow. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I guess you want to maybe kick it off to a break and we'll... Uh, well, you want to do just uh, careers real quick? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we got... So the original... So that, that took a bit longer than expected, but the original uh, idea that we had for this episode was, you know, the previous episode we talked about um, work stories. Work stories, and we're like, well, I guess I kind of wanted this episode to be a message to our younger selves, uh, being, you know, what did we want to do when we were younger, and where do we see ourselves compared to where we are now? And not to be depressing, obviously, but just I thought it was very interesting to kind of think about where we wanted to be and where we are now, and where we stand, if that makes sense. Like if yeah. I still share some of the same ideals of where I wanted to be when I was younger compared to what I want to do now or what I'm doing now or certain things that I believed in when I was younger, uh, if I still believe those things today, if that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we kind of put a list together. That I, I thought maybe that would be kind of interesting. So one of the first things I remember I wanted to be was like a musician. Mm-hmm. Like that was when I grew up, the big thing was boy bands. Yeah. And I used to want to be in a boy band, bro. Oh, yeah. Like just... One Direction. Yeah. No, no, no. This was in sync. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted, and then I guess like later on, I started getting into like production and music. Mm. So, well, hey, that that's something still something. Stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was one. I wanted to be like uh, the politician. And then once I kind of, that was like young. Yeah. Once I realized, like, I kind of look at it now, like, in order to be a politician, you're not allowed to do anything. To like make things positive, yeah. Like no matter, you also have to be like sixty. Yeah, yeah. But basically, what happens is you win the votes. They take you into a dark room, and they go, 
you're going to do what we tell you to or we're going to kill you. Yeah. Right? Like the JFK, mm-hmm. he wanted to look into the CIA or something. Mm-hmm. He died. Yeah. That's what happened. And so, yeah, that kind of went off the list. Check that off. Yeah, Just once kidding. dig into it and stuff. Yeah. If you could actually go and like try to do stuff that's going to be beneficial, mm-hmm. you know, then I think about it. But then it's like you... You get on the, you get in the spotlight, and they're gonna just trash you and everything. Like, yeah. if you're on this side, this side's gonna trash you on the news, and then vice versa. And it's yeah. like, that's the thing I think, which is like a huge problem now, is like, you kind of have to be a sociopath to get into politics, because if you're like a normal guy or a normal girl that wants to do stuff mm-hmm. that's positive, you're not gonna put your family through that. Like, they'll, you know, if you have like actual ideas that go against what the like the elites want, mm. they're gonna like they're gonna falsify shit, do all this stuff, and like come out and basically you gotta put your family through the criticism. You're gonna have death threats because yeah. there's wackos that like you know. So I think that's kind of the problem is like you kind of have to be someone that goes like, I don't care if I get death threats all the time. Like I want money. Yeah. So, Mr. Krabs, I like money. Yeah, yeah, and all these all these guys, they and girls, they go in. They're only making a quarter million a year as a congressman. Oh, yeah, only. And then, but they leave like multi-millionaires. Yeah. And it's like, like hundreds of millions, tens of millions. And yeah. it's like, you know, where's that money coming from? Like, yeah. I don't understand why they don't have a committee that like audits. But then again, it's why would they do that since they're the ones. Yeah. Like, none of them are going to put in rules like term limits. Like, there should be a max age. There's a minimum age. You have to be to be in Congress. It's like 26, mm. but there's no max age. Yeah, There should be, once you're like 70 or 80, you shouldn't be making decisions for the future of the country because you're almost out the door. Yeah. So Literally. I think, I think 55, I think 50, what do you think? 55 would be a good max age? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's not, you know, nothing against boomers entirely, but I feel like, yeah, if we're, you want people that's looking for towards the future of this country. And yeah, I mean, I get that some of the younger generation, they might not know, you know, they might not be at where they need to be to make those decisions. But I feel like um, you never know. You could always, I don't think it would hurt to have things be looked through like a, a different perspective Yeah, for fresh eyes, so to speak. Or, you know, I think if you're childless, 40. But if you have kids, then 55, because then it's like, okay, you're making decisions, but at least you have kids that are going to be, have to deal with it. Like, you know, if you're just like, I don't have any kids, haha, we're going to dump oil into the ocean. Yeah. Eat shit, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> they're not going to be around. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, when I was younger, which I guess kind of brings, you know, I guess that kind of shows tr- true to my love for film. And, I mean, this podcast, it's, we just kind of talk about, you know, we just hang out. I mean, it gives us an excuse to hang out, obviously. Yeah. But it's also us talking about things that we enjoy, or I guess not, didn't enjoy as much for today. But generally speaking, what we enjoy. Movies, film, just like the way things are recorded, like cinematography, choreo- choreography. It's always been something that I've been obsessed with since like a very young age. I show, you know... Back when I was younger and I was showed like uh, Goodfellas or A Bronx Tale, my love for those types of movies or 
uh, Chocolate or Rise of the Dragon or even like the Ip Man movies for my love for martial arts movies or even like cheesier movies when I'm introduced to stuff like Taken or uh, Crank, all the just... Uh, Justin Timberlake, Jason Statham, and uh, Liam Neeson movies, so just even romance movies, horror movies, thriller movies, stuff like the reason why we watch the shitty movie today. Yeah, I don't know. I just I've had a love for it since I was younger, and that's something that I've always wanted to do. And so, if you had to pick one, like they're like you can only pick one genre you're gonna work in. I don't know. I mean, it would probably be like. A, like an action thriller kind of deal, yeah, like an action yeah. movie, just because it's, I know it sounds stupid, but like one of the reasons why I love the um, the John Wick movies, not so much the first one for this reason, but the following ones, especially because I, I saw the uh, fourth John Wick movie, is the fucking cinematography with the fight scenes are insane. It's, yeah. And uh, Keanu Reeves was doing some of his own stunts too. Or most of his own stunts, and it's it's fucking beautiful. I don't know if that sounds weird, but I just I don't know. I love like well choreographed fight scenes, so that's something that I would love to. Not even if I'm doing it, just to be able to direct and learn all the mechanisms behind creating like well choreographed fight scenes. Obviously, I want to have some sort of important plot, but I don't know. I I would I would want to make a movie that's in that you can enjoy watching. I feel like not every movie needs to have some crazy-ass meaning. Sometimes you just want to watch a movie to have a good time yeah. and something you could talk about with your friends afterwards. And that's something that I always wanted to make. And I mean, I, I want, you know, I have artistic and creative urges and this is something, obviously, I wouldn't be able to do without you with editing, but something that we do together, that's, it's like a creative outlet that I have and I'm glad yeah. that we're able to do. But that's like, that's something one day that, I don't know how realistic that is, but something I'd want to do, even like a short film. It's something, uh, I mean, in uh, high school and some of the small amount of time that I was in college, I worked on scripts and I have scripts somewhere. Um, whatever, if there's a director out there that's listening, which I doubt there is, wants to take this idea and maybe it's been done before, but um, it's not a, a shock or a surprise to anyone that I'm a huge Eminem fan. Uh, admittedly, I don't listen as much. I listen to more than just that, but uh, the song 97 Bonnie and Clyde, always kind of stuck with me as off of one of his first albums. Because it was like a story. It was the, a story, yeah. which is another reason why I like his music. Kinda and I'm like not Kim. trying to always bring it back to Eminem, which somehow I always do. Whatever. Um, well, he was the most creative music artist of all time. Yeah. I think it's easy to say. Especially at that time. It's like I love when, and that brings into like, a, I don't want to get into that tangent first, but I also had like, uh, I have like a, I need a creative outlet for like music that I want to make one day. And that's a side project I've briefly talked to you about maybe helping me, you know, come to fruition. But there's instruments that I used to play when I was younger. My my grandfather was in a duop group. My grandfather, my aunt, and my father were in a duop group. Like the stereotypical like 1980s yeah, kind of like slick back Goomba kind of white suits like in New York. And I mean, I come from a family of, at least that side of the family of uh, musically inclined people. Uh, the other part is the veterinary world, which I'll get into in a moment. Um, but that's something that I've always kind of wanted to get into. But again, I digress as far as films. Um, I wrote a script, not to completion, but a vague idea and a decent amount of script for a movie sequel to the 97 Bonnie and Clyde. For those who 
live under a rock or don't know because you don't listen to that music. I mean, the movie came out. Uh, that song came out in, in 2000, 99. 99, yeah, say 99, 2000. Um, it's about essentially Eminem or Marshall Mathers, whatever, with his daughter at a, like a, a pier, essentially, dumping Kim's body and explaining why, you know, explaining the the chronological steps that got him to this point and why he did it and where he's going and what's important to him yeah. and how much he loves his daughter and how much he wanted things to work out, but sometimes it doesn't work that way. And clearly there's some emotional damage there with the relationship, but I, I love the song. I mean, not, you know, the fact that someone was killed, but it's it's very... It was very unique, which might be why one of the underlying reasons why I love Eminem so much growing up, is, is, even though I was way too young to be listening to shit like that, but whatever. We all were when we yeah. found, you know. Uh, so I made a movie sequel about Haley as a teenager with her father, we probably changed the name, and he got away with it. And they still found the body, right? And there were newspaper articles about it, but it was a cold case. And essentially, the daughter was very, almost too young. I mean, people would say too young to remember any of that, but there are memories that are unlocked due to traumatic events, even from that young age that technically people can still remember. Yeah. And uh, the father has those newspaper articles and has some stuff in the attic. There probably would have been like a, like a basement or an attic kind of deal where, you know, the daughter would not be allowed to go into because that's the father's secret, you know, that's his kind of his man cave, so to speak but also there's stuff that he doesn't want people seeing. And obviously that's a flaw in itself, but people are flawed and the movie wasn't going to be perfect anyways. It's probably going to be a B movie if it ever were to come into fruition. Um, the daughter finds those newspaper articles and starts to have memories of her, nightmares of her mother mm-hmm. and nightmares that wind, that wind up being memories being unlocked from that day. And essentially her slowly figuring out that her father was the one that killed her mother and kind of struggling to come to the conclusion whether she's safe or not or whether she can go she should go to the police or not or whatever she you know what she should do and i guess i don't want to give the entirety of my idea away but it's essentially her struggle with what she needs to do and the father figuring out and the struggle between the father and the daughter and you know it, it's it's a thriller movie you can yeah. kind of put the pieces together of what would go or what would happen but it would have an ending well whatever the father would be found out and would be arrested. And is essentially the daughter just kind of coming to terms with the fact that she was there the night that her mother was killed and the night that her mother was dumped. And I mean, that's the general idea. Now, obviously, you know, there's more to flesh out, yeah. but that's just one example of a few of scripts that I've uh, made at a younger age that, you know, just, it was like a passion project that never kind of came to be. But that's definitely, that Maybe was- a good sequel. That was a very- long side tangent but that's I guess one of the things that I wanted to do when I was growing up whether it was making movies making music creating something but uh, yeah no, that's a good that's a good one did you have anything else? Um, I think I wanted to be a lawyer mm-hmm. and I realized you had to go to school for eight years <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah yeah no thanks for the doctorate um, I guess something else just quickly, I mentioned it briefly before, uh, like being like a veterinarian. Yeah, my, yeah. I come from, I mean, both my parents at one point in time were veterinarians, and obviously I have a love for animals. And You're I feel, veterinarians? 
both your parents? Well, uh, they're vet tech, sorry. Oh, vet tech. Working okay. in the veterinary field, I'm sorry. Yeah. Vet techs. Damn, you could be making, like, veterinarians now make shit tons of money because people make a are lot buying pets instead of having kids. Yeah. No, they do make a lot of money, but it's, I don't know, it's, I, I have, you know, I love animals, I have a passion for animals, but I, it's not all sunshines and rainbows, obviously, especially both my parents, at least at different points in their life working in emergency, and even my girlfriend now working in emergency, just hearing about the things that they have to go through on a day-to-day basic and the stuff that they've seen, and uh, one of my first jobs, which I the episode would have been five hours if we talked about all of our previous jobs. I worked as a janitor. That's actually how I met my girlfriend um, at the emergency hospital that she worked at. And the stuff that I had to clean up, just like towels after surgery and like just blood everywhere. And it's, I don't consider myself very queasy, but when it comes to stuff like that, but it's, that was almost too much for me. Just seeing what it's like in the back, not that they were abusing animals or anything, but they get some fucked up clients in or some fucked up patients in. Oh yeah, like people abusing their animals. People abusing their animals yeah. or just like just shit that happens to animals, and they have to go to the emergency room to get it fixed. Well, me working in the back, I got to see what was rushed in, and a lot of it wasn't pretty. And that kind of helped me come to the realization that that's that's not for me. Yeah, that's maybe I could do some help, you know, volunteer at some rehab centers or something, but certainly not for me. Yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we'll kick it off to a break, and then we'll come back, and we got some stories for you guys. All right. All right, see you guys. See you. Captain Funtime reporting to the scene. Show me where the body is. Here's your coffee, Captain. Nothing better than starting a case with a cup of... <clears throat> what in the Disney Channel happened here? And what does that smell? Pretty sure that's rat shit, Captain. Also, the victim has lacerations over the mouth in the shape of a smile. A chunk of their side has been bitten off and... What's with the goofy-ass gloves? That's the thing, Captain. The victim's hands were ripped off and replaced with these cartoonishly large white gloves with black marks on the center. We must be dealing with a real sick fuck here. And our survivors are witnesses? We have someone here with the recording of the perp fleeing. But when we ask them what they saw, they just keep singing this creepy song. Are you okay, son? M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E This fall, Mickey Mouse drops his gloves and picks up a knife. Huh? That's me! You scared? You gonna cry? Huh? You should be! <laughs> Mickey Mouse Death House, coming to select theaters this fall. You scared? You scared? You scared? You should be. Hey guys, and we're back. We're back. And to round off the episode, we got some stories. Our favorite segment, Am I the Asshole from Reddit. Oh yeah. Okay, Am I the Asshole for accidentally showing my OnlyFans to my brother's friends? I, 18F, have an OnlyFans account. My brother Mike and I are twins. Way to use your... Way to use his name. And we've always been really close. Mike has two friends, Joey and Alex, who he's known since childhood and with whom I get along with. It was Friday evening and our parents were out, so my friend Bella came over and we decided to have a few drinks. Mike had planned to spend the night with Joey and Alex and they were to pick him up later that evening. 
I was already feeling a bit tipsy when they showed up at the house and they ended up hanging out with us in the living room, watching TV and chatting. I must have been, I must have been more drunk than I thought, and I don't know how it happened. Yeah, sure. But somehow my OnlyFans account ended up on my phone screen. Joey and Alex saw it and I immediately realized my mistake and I was so embarrassed. Mike walked in. Uh, Mike walked in just as Joey and Alex were staring at my phone. He was furious and started yelling at me, calling me a bitch and other names Jesus. for exposing myself like that to his friends. I felt so ashamed and humiliated. Bella took my side saying it wasn't a big deal and told him to stop being a jerk. Bella and Mike... Bella and Mike had a huge argument. Then he glared at me and stormed off. The rest of us felt embarrassed and everyone left. Bella later texted me, it's okay, I shouldn't have to worry about it since nothing really explicit was shown. Joey and Alex also tried to reach out to me, but I just ignored them. Mike has been avoiding me for one week now, and I can tell he's still really angry about what happened. I don't know how to make things right with him. I know that what I did was wrong and inappropriate. I shouldn't have shown my OnlyFans publicly, especially not to my brother's friends. But at the same time, it was an accident, and I didn't mean to do it. I'm not sure if I'm the asshole here or if my brother is overreacting. Just trying to get some uh, some publicity out there. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, that's a that's, that is a very embarrassing situation. I feel like obviously there is a few. Well, first of all, if you're 18, you're too young to be drinking, but whatever. I didn't say what country. Yeah, is that the problem, Dante? Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, drinking? you know. You're a little too young to be drinking, but you know. Yeah, but the OnlyFans is all right. No, I mean, no. <laughs> uh, it sounds like it was an accident, but I, I don't know. That's kind of an embarrassing situation. What yeah. do you think? I think, okay, this might be controversial. Okay. But if Hot you're going to be on OnlyFans, you have to deal with the consequences of that mm -hmm. where... I don't I don't think your brother's mad. I mean, he's probably mad at that, but the bigger thing is his sister has an OnlyFans. Yeah. Okay. You're you're not understanding why he's mad. I mean, I'm sure it's embarrassing too. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing is like now his friends are if they if his friends are into you, they're going to go on and sign up for your OnlyFans. Yeah. But that's that's the bigger thing is that you have an OnlyFans mm -hmm. and that's the thing you're free to do that, but there are consequences with that. Yeah, you know, that's why not, not many. You have people getting into it, and I saw this thing where like this girl was in the top thirty percent, and she was making like six hundred a month. So I think the thing that the thing that pisses me off about the whole like OnlyFans thing is that the 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 ones that are making like millions a month mm -hmm. aren't telling people like you're not going to get that far. Mm -hmm. So now it's like you're showing your your hoo ha for like six hundred dollars a month. When you could have made more getting a real job. Yeah. And it's just like, that's part of the consequence. Like, I guarantee you he's more, unless he knew before, but I don't Which see. Which that was a weird conversation to have, I yeah. imagine. Which I don't, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. I think he's more upset that you have an OnlyFans. And, you know, I don't, I don't think, no, I don't think he's an asshole for being upset that his, you have an OnlyFans. Do you think she's yeah? I mean, I sound I don't I don't really think anyone's an asshole here. I feel like yeah, you need to be more careful with that kind of stuff. But I don't know if anyone's really an asshole in the situation. Yeah, no, I know she's not an asshole for for if it if it's what she was doing. If it was really accidental, and you're not trying yeah. to pick up some clientele. No, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. So like your OnlyFans was on your phone and they're staring at it. Well, I mean, I guess that's something that you would be checking for monetary, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. So I don't think... 
that's a very awkward situation, but I don't think anyone's really an asshole. I mean, especially yeah. if you're 18, I'd imagine your brother's younger, so that's... No, they're twins. Oh, that's right, they're twins. So, yeah, that's... That'd be embarrassing and more Yeah, than I think he's level. more he's more upset that you have it unless he knew before, but, yeah. yeah. Double layers of embarrassment. Yeah. But, no, I don't think anyone's really an asshole. Or you're both fairly young. It's You're literally barely legal to be doing that, so I... Yeah, now you have to worry about if he's going to tell your parents. That Yeah, that's a whole other, like, I'd imagine the parents don't know and you're still living at home. Yeah. I don't know. That's a, that's a slippery slope. That's all I'm going to say. But um, I got one. This is probably the best one that I have today. Am I the asshole for deleting a game on my boyfriend's PC so he won't spend any more money on it? My boyfriend and I live together, and I have started to discuss getting engaged and... Uh, fuck. Uh, getting engaged and what that would look like for us, uh, like joint expenses and how to handle our finances. When we were listening to our individual monthly expes- expenses, he noted money he put aside for a game that he plays with his brother and sister. Uh, the amount is 90 bucks a month. Now, I can understand him putting money aside uh, on their accounts since they're both still in school, one's finishing high school and, one, and the other one's in college. But I feel like 30 bucks a month for him is a bit excessive, especially for a game that he's frankly too old to be playing, even if he only does play when he... Uh, even if he does only ever play when they do. I found out that for Christmas, uh, they both asked for $80 worth of credit in their game and he gave it to them. To me, that's starting to get... That's starting to get into an alarming spending habit on something intangible and not holding any value. So I try to talk to him about it. And I don't want him spending money on... I don't want him spending any more money on that game so his brother and his sister will have to earn the money themselves. My boyfriend refused and I thought I was, and thought I was overreacting over a holiday gift since he doesn't go wild with it. Uh, since he doesn't go wild with it any other time and he pays for it out of money he sets aside for his fun and hobbies. He doesn't understand how irresponsible this is and how easily it can get out of control and the kind of, that kind of money adds up over time. Uh, he could be putting it towards saving or expenses for us. When uh, when he left for work, I deleted the game from his PC. I, yeah, first mistake. Uh, I know he can just download it again, but I want him to really hear hear me out on this. Uh, if we're going to be engaged, that means we should be smarter about our money. And if he has one of us, and if one of us has an issue uh, with how the other is spending, it should be respected and listened to. Instead of talking to me when I told him about what I did and why, he got upset and left the apartment without talking to me at all. He came home but thinks I'm making an issue out of nothing, and by doing that, I'm, in, I'm indirectly controlling his brother and his sister and won't sleep in our room until I apologize and drop it. So I'm asking outsiders if what I did is really bad or not. Am I the asshole? And there's an edit. I do not have issues with him playing games. I buy him games and watch him play some of his games. Uh, it's this one game I have an issue with because of its gotcha-type mechanic, and I've seen too many friends and classmates wind up going out of control trying to get skins or characters in similar games. So what do you think? <clears throat> I think, okay, it's $90 a month is the issue. Yeah. So... It's 30 30 and 30 Oh, he pays for his brother and sister? That's what he's saying. It's 30 bucks for him, 30 bucks for his brother, 30 bucks for his sister. And it's out of money that he puts aside for, like, his own, like, hobbies and stuff. Okay. Well, here's the thing, right? If you got to look at what you're spending your money on. Yeah. Like, 
Because you, you might look at like getting your hair done or like getting your nails done as just like upkeep. But if that's not necessary either. Yeah. So if unless you're going through life like you don't you don't get your nails done, you don't, you don't do, do this, anything for yourself. You don't do anything, you don't buy expensive clothes, like anything that's like over like you're very, uh, minimalistic. Yeah. If you're a minimalist and you want to bitch about the ninety dollars, then that's fine. But you really gotta add in the stuff that like maybe you eat out lunch or and if he's if that he's if all he's doing is spending ninety dollars a month and that's it's it? that's it, then I think, yeah, you are the asshole. Here's here's the way. Like, if you're with the guy and he's doing something like this and he's spending a lot of time on it, instead of like complaining to him, isn't gonna work. He's not. He's just gonna be like, no, I'm gonna do it. Deleting his fucking game isn't yeah. right either. You're you're going about it the wrong way. If you really want him to get off the video games, go tell him like, you know. Well, it sounds you know, like it's like, just the the amount of money that's the problem with her. She's like, she doesn't mind that he plays games and she enjoys watching him. It's just the ninety bucks a month that's the issue. Yeah, but see, it's an, I, I mean, that's the thing is, saying, is like, I think that's what she's saying. She just he spends so much time on it. Mm-hmm. She's framing it as the because ninety dollar. I mean, if if you're if he's not if he's not ma- making the money to where ninety bucks is like a huge like a huge drastic thing. Yeah. Like ninety bucks isn't for a month. If you guys have jobs, like it shouldn't be, like he would have to be making like five hundred dollars a week for yeah. like, you know, two thousand a month. That's yeah. still like that, ninety dollars. Still kind of small compared to that. Just for like your hobbies for the month, that's three dollars a day. And they live together, and they seem to be older. If one of his younger siblings are finishing college, yeah, or in college. Sorry. So, if your issue is that he's playing video games, then just you can't complain. He's just gonna do it more. So like maybe like motivate him to do something else. Like, hey, you're really like you could spend your time on something that like you're so smart, you could spend your time something that would benefit you. Like, yeah. you know, like maybe if he's interested in like a business or something. Like yeah. motivate him that way. Don't like you tell him not to do something, like that never works. Well, it's it sounds like you're trying to be controlling, deleting. You could talking to him is one thing, but then you delete his game, that's being controlling. That's that's kind of a step too far. Yeah. So even if he can just download it, it doesn't matter. You went into his stuff and you deleted stuff from. You know what I mean? That's that's. Yeah, yeah. That's, you're you're, pretty, you're kind of being an asshole. Maybe just ask it, or like make do a compromise where I mean the money thing is. The, well, it's again it, we don't know. Like she could have something that she's very interested in, and she pays a similar amount, yeah. but she deems it more worthy than game because it's intangible. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing too. Is like you really have to look at like the stuff you spend money on because you might think that it's just normal, like spend a hundred dollars on your hair or you know. Buying clothes or whatever you're into, or new like, furniture or whatever. Yeah, that, which to well, be I mean, fair, I guess for it, the house. it is more tangible. But yeah. still, you, you, so you can't live at all. I mean, as long as your bills are paid and you have money you're putting aside to savings, you could live a little. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you can't just be like, you know, you go to work and you have no hobbies. Yeah. Now, if you want to direct his energy, try to direct his energy into something productive. Yeah. That's, you know, I don't know. Like, do like a Hey, you can spend this ninety dollars if you. I don't know. Do something around the house or something. I don't know. Well, again, like, we don't. More context, I feel like is required. Yeah, you can't treat him like a kid. Yeah. Like basically, I'm gonna delete this app. Like, that's you shouldn't. You don't have. You shouldn't have that control over your partner. Yeah. It's not an equal if, partnership. Yeah, and if he's, I don't know, if he's not ma- if he's making a certain amount where ninety dollars is like a huge amount, then you know maybe you should. Wait on marriage, cause yeah, 
that's the thing too is like you have to come yeah I don't know I just $90 to me just for a month long hobby doesn't seem like crazy no. yeah I mean I have hobbies that I spend like 50 I mean when like we're fucking with where we're recording my fucking I have like a mini library here yeah my bi-monthly releases that's about 90 bucks yeah and I'm fine you know hey, yeah, I mean? yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like you're allowed to live a little bit as long as you're you're an adult first, and you take care of your responsibilities first. Do whatever the fuck you want. No, if it's not hurting anyone. Yeah, if it's like if the money is just a way to complain about the amount of time he's gaming, then you know maybe you just set some time. Like, hey, I want to spend time with sure. you. Like, then that that's fine. But like, if the time, if the ninety bucks is really an issue, you got to look at it like you have to have something. Yeah, that you enjoy doing. Or you're just going to work and like not having any fun, like that that starts to wear on you a little bit. Yeah. Or you need some sort of outlet and ninety dollars a month isn't if you I mean, that's pretty cheap compared to what you could be doing oh, yeah. with that money. Oh yeah. Like ninety bucks a month if that's and all it's a he's month doing. Too. Yeah. Now if she was like I feel like if he was doing more where he was like he spends money on this and this and the ninety dollars is one but thing. Seems to be just this ninety dollars. That's not that expensive when it comes to like having an outlet, having something fun to do. Yeah. But if it's like a problem time-wise where he's spending like t- 10 hours a week, mm-hmm. then like if the timing is a problem, then, you That's know, maybe... That's a different conversation you have to have. Yeah. And deleting his game is not the way to go about it. Yeah, yeah. So just kind of talk to him, tell him like, you know, I would like to spend more... like. Find, find something that he likes doing, that you like doing, and say, hey, you want to do this this weekend? And then that way, it's like he's still, you're replacing it, like, you know, wean him off of it a little bit, because mm. the gaming could be... It, it could be a problem, but I don't know if in this situation it is a problem. She's well, not, I, think, I think what she said that she's worried about was, like, she's had friends that go, like, crazy cool. with it. So oh, I totally get it. Maybe like the, she's trying to nip it in the bud. Yeah, the, you, the, those gotcha-style games, I mean, you, you start off, you could start with a little bit, and then it snowballs very easily, but it sounds like he has things under control, and, he, and when he just plays, it's just when they want to play with him. Yeah, so... You know, you gotta let you gotta let him have something, man. You yeah. don't want to be in a marriage where you're just not letting him have any fun, because yeah. that's how that shit ends. Because eventually, eventually you get resent. Like if you're, then you gotta think like, is he gonna be interested in marrying you if the one thing he has you want to take away from him? Probably like, no, yeah. Am I gonna spend the rest of my life with someone who, when they, when I find something that brings me joy, and we're just saying that. You know, he spends a reasonable amount of time. The yeah. ninety dollars is a problem. If you're in a situation where you can't even spend ninety dollars to bring yourself joy, like, is this a person I want to marry? Yeah. Like, so yeah, I don't. <clears throat> I think she is the asshole in the way she's handling it. Yeah. And I mean, unless they, unless he doesn't make that much and they live in a very expensive area, but then it's like move. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're in a situation where ninety dollars is make or break. And also look into what you're spending you your money on. You got to reconsider some of your life choices if ninety yeah. bucks is a make or break deal. Because I think it's easy to like ignore certain things. Like if you're buying stuff and like you might think like, oh, because I'm gonna wear it or because I'm using it, it because whatever I'm spending my money on has utility, that that's different. Just because you can wear something doesn't mean you necessarily need it. Yeah. And if you add all that up, is it at ninety dollars yeah. or is it more? Like, look into, like, what you're spending your money on. Yeah. So, yeah, I think she is that. <clears throat> I think she is the asshole in the way that she's. She didn't Handling give, it. if she would have 
she would have put some reference to it. Like we bring in $1,200 a month. Our expenditures are $1,100 a month. So that $90 is out of that $100 we have left over. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Then it's a problem. But I don't know. It is, there's no reference point. Yeah. What, what else you got? <clears throat> All right. So my next one. Am I the asshole for asking my girlfriend to get rid of her cats before she can live with me? This is a perfect one for Dante, who has, I count right now in this room, eight cats. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely eight cats. There's there's two paintings of cats on the way to the bathroom. Yes. 35 cats. There's cats galore. Yes. So currently my girlfriend, 23, and I, 24 male, live together. I recently got a high-paying job and talked with my brother about buying a house. Now my brother and I both hate cats. We think they're messy, destructive, and annoying. When I talked to my brother about my girlfriend living with us, he didn't want her to live with us at first, but I told him we were a package deal, so he eventually relented. However, the deal is she can't have her cats. She is saying she would rather be homeless than give up her two cats. Which I understand personally, whether it sounds crazy or not. Yeah. Well, any pet, right? Yeah, I mean, it's if you have like family. Yeah, Nothing's I keep I keep telling her she's being unreasonable and to just give them to a shelter. I have also tried to be accommodating to her by telling her she can keep the cats in her room. She agrees to this, but she still needs to convince my brother to change his mind and let her keep the cats just in her room. They've already had one conversation, and he just kept repeating how he doesn't like cats. Now she wants to give up after one conversation with him and I keep trying to tell her to continue asking him because maybe he'll change his mind. She's also called me an asshole for asking for even asking her to give up the cats in the first place. Also, a quick side note, she was recently diagnosed with POTS and an automatic an autoimmune disease, so I take care of the cats on the days she's not able to get out of bed. Uh, too long, didn't read. I want to buy a house with my brother and I asked my girlfriend to get rid of her cats so that she could live with us. Yes. Yes. Asshole. Yes. Okay. Um, First of all, if you if you have... Oh, go ahead. Go no, ahead. go, go, here, go here. Uh, If you have a high-paying job, if it's like a high-paying... Why are you buying a house with your brother? Yeah. You're going to buy a house with your brother. That's just a disaster if waiting to if happen. If you're a package deal, have a package deal in your own place. Yeah. I... Okay, if you if you love this person enough to where you want to buy a house and live with her, you need to do that with just the two of you. Yeah, you're gonna be you. You have. I'm assuming that you know when you say you have a high paying job, like you can buy a house. So, buy a house with the girl that you want to be with. Yeah. And if she had the cats before you got together, you knew what the deal was. It's not like she wants to get a cat now. She's had these cats. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're the asshole. What are you doing? Like, what a what a disaster to buy a house. Like in that situation. Yeah, and like, first of all, if you're buying this house with your brother, I'm assuming he gets paid well too. So you're buying a house that maybe you can't afford on your own when you should Possibly, be buying yeah. a house that you can afford with just your girlfriend or even an apartment if that's what you guys can afford right now. Yeah. So now you're in a situation where you need this source of income. To buy this house what happens when you and your brother have a disagreement yeah what happens when he loses like it's too many variables yeah get in a house that you can afford off your own income case closed yeah like i got a high paying job i want to buy a house that what why would 
I just don't understand why if you, the high paying job allows you to buy a house, why your first thought is to buy a house with a family member. Like the whole point is like moving out to be on your own, yeah. starting your life. And I mean, there are certain circumstances where that would be necessary. But if you have a high paying job and you already have a partner <clears> and it sounds like, I mean, she has something going on, but she has a job and makes money too. You guys need to go off on your own. Yeah. And yeah. That's so <laughs> tell her to get rid of your cats. I mean, how you, <clears throat> you don't like, you don't love her, dude. Like stop. <laughs> I just, I don't see how, like, you love someone enough to live with them, and you're like, I know you like your, your dog, but you got to go, like, put it down. To Give live it to with a me. shelter. Get rid of it. Yeah. I just. Well, and I'm not, I'm just, I'm not, I'm just playing devil's advocate when I say this, but it's like, him and his brother already don't like cats, so he probably already has some sort of, and it sounds like he does, when he says take care of them, I mean, they're fucking cats. You scoop the litter and feed yeah. them, and that's, you don't have to, like, walk a dog, you know what I mean? They're cats. They're self-sufficient yeah. animals. Just make sure they're fed and their litter box is clean. So it sounds like, I mean, he already has some rapport or experience with the cats. Just get over it. <clears throat> yeah. The only situation, again, or to play devil's advocate too, is like maybe his girlfriend's house stinks, like because they pee everywhere. Yeah. So maybe it's like, we just, we're going to buy a brand new house. They're not house trained. I don't know. Like, and that's a different conversation. Yeah. That's a, yeah. But no, if they're well trained, like you know, like your your castle well trained, it doesn't smell like yeah. You know, I've been to houses where it's bad. It's bad. It's so very bad. It could get if, bad very easily. Yeah, but I don't know why. If you have enough money to buy a house, why you're buying a house with your brother? That's stupid. Yeah. And then that's the girl that you say that you love, that you want to live with, that you're gonna like. How's that going to work? Like, you guys get engaged, you get married, and then you're living with your brother. Yeah. You're supposed to start your own life. You, if you This high-paying job is, like, enough where you could buy a house. I don't understand why you don't want to start your own family or yeah. you start your own life with your girlfriend, yeah. soon-to-be wife. Doesn't make any sense. No. So this guy's an asshole and dumbass. Yeah. So I'm assuming when he says high-paying job, he got a raise at, like, Somewhere, yeah. Like to fifteen an hour or something. Yeah. And he you know Which is fucking he probably can't now. afford a house unless it's with his brother. Yeah. So in the, if that's the case, you wait off like that or compromises have to be made. <clears throat> no, I mean there's yeah, I'm saying if oh, that if that's their only option, I'm saying compromises well, I don't have think, to be made. Yeah. No, the way he put it is like he has a well paying job. I don't know. And don't she's know. living on her own. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if you got if you now got a raise and your girlfriend lives on your own on her own, you guys get an apartment together. Yeah. If you can't afford the house by yourself, you shouldn't be getting it. Yeah. Or unless you're married once you're you don't even factor in your girlfriend's income, just yours. Yeah. Because you guys can break up. When you guys get married, then you want to factor it in and buy a house, that's fine cuz at least if, you know, if you guys are just boyfriend and girlfriend, that's and you're a long relying on something you're paying off. Yeah, you're relying <clears> on her <throat> income to pay the mortgage, and then she leaves, and the house is in your name. You're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty. I don't under. And then you get to a point where you eventually want to get your own place. Then what happens? What happens if they're living all in the same house? The brother wants the house still and then she finally convinces him hey look we're getting married let's get our own house now what are you going to do yeah you're going to continue to pay the mortgage your brother's going to buy you out 
what's the financial situation? Yeah. Because you're paying off this house. The house is in your name with your brother. What's going to happen if you want to leave? Yeah. The house is still in your name. You're going to have to, if the mortgage isn't paid, they're going to come after you. Yeah. Just a stupid idea. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll do you one better with this one. Uh, am I the asshole for rehoming my brother's chihuahua and then lying about it? Using a throwaway count for this. Also, I know the title looks bad. Um, well, at least you acknowledge it. So I live at home with my parents and my brother. Uh, my, bro my boyfriend has been allowed to stay in the house. Also in our home is our family boxer, my brother's chihuahua. Now to say the chihuahua is nasty would be an understatement. He barks every time someone walks by. He pees in the house and constantly makes this annoying whimpering sound. Well, it's a fucking chihuahua, but okay. My parents are at their wits end with, uh, with this dog as well, but say they can't do anything about it since it's my brother's dog, even though they bought it for him as a gift. Uh, last week I was walking down the stairs. My boyfriend tells me to come in the kitchen where I could see that the chihuahua has torn apart my teddy bear uh, that, had, that I've had since I was little. Presumably... Because, uh, because, what? It had, oh, it had took it uh, from the storage room to the kitchen. I was at my wit's end by this point, and me and my boyfriend decided to take the chihuahua to the local animal shelter. I was aware of the fact that my parents would likely be less than impressed with the actions I had taken, so I told my parents that the chihuahua, oh my God. So I told my parents that the chihuahua was taken was in the garden uh, when I went when I last went to check on it uh, and it was no longer there my parents and my brother who is obviously upset have been putting up flyers for the dog however since I took the chihuahua to the shelter the mood in the house has been a lot better since the chihuahua was just a nasty piece of work so I'm thinking uh, so I'm thinking the end may have been justified the means in this case However, I wish my brother wasn't as upset as he is. I've offered to buy him another small dog, example, a Boston Terrier, but he's really pissy about it. Am I the asshole in this case? Uh, edit. My brother's 16. My brother has trained the dog, but I believe that a lot of chihuahuas are nasty. Also, my brother says the chihuahua is his ESA. Emotional is, support pet. Oh, uh, which is animal. hard. Yeah, which I find hard to believe since ESAs <clears throat> are normally Labrador Golden Retrievers. Edit two. When I gave the dog to the shelter, I just said I found it as a stray. Well, first of all, those support animals can come in any shape and size, honestly. But they usually aren't tearing up teddy bears. True. <laughs> True. But also, that's not your responsibility to do. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a chihuahua. Chihuahuas could be nasty. That's something that you guys have. I mean, it's, it's not your decision to make. So, yeah, it sounds like the dog was a menace. But also, he had the dog trained, so I'm a little confused by that. Also... It's a fucking chihuahua. It can't jump very high. So if you have your belongings somewhere the dog can get to it, it's kind of your fault. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe that's something that as a family or the parents should be taken care of, that should take into their own hands, but that's not something <clears throat> that you need to be responsible for. So, I mean, I'm sure you were, it seems like it kind of worked out for the family because the dog was a bit of a menace, but you're the asshole because it's not your, that you shouldn't have the power to do that. That's not your responsibility. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. The parents did it, would they be assholes? Seeing that it's their house. I mean, whether they're the assholes or not, they have the right to do it because it's their house. Yeah. If that makes sense. 
I feel like if the parents deem it necessary, it sucks, but they're the parents. What they say goes, and it's their house. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like, yeah, they would be more justified, but the sibling doing it, they have no, and then lying about it, they have no, it's not their responsibility. They shouldn't have. See, I think, know, I think the parents like. are the assholes for getting a chihuahua. Like, if you're going to buy a dog, do research. Don't get an ankle biter. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> my aunt and uncle, they, they get Great Danes because mm -hmm. they're busy and work a lot and they're low maintenance animals. Yeah. So they're they're okay being alone. Yeah. So do you, why you? I mean, every encounter I've had with Chihuahua is a bad one. Mm -hmm. They're not. They're. They're either very passive or extremely aggressive. Yeah, I've only met the aggressive ones. But they, even yeah. if so, like if that's an issue and the son loves the dog, then take it to some sort of trainer. I'm sure you can get it. To, you know what I mean? Yeah. Unless it just has trauma, it's like they bought it. I mean, maybe if you bought it as a puppy. Well, exhaust but, all options before you just get rid of yeah. it. Yeah. That's not right. Yeah, no, you shouldn't have done that. Um, especially, I mean, just, like his girlfriend lives with him. The No, so it's the sister and the boyfriend. The sister, the boyfriend, the sister that got rid of the dog, her boyfriend, the brother, and the both parents. So you sit, why the don't they just get a new place? I, I, it might be one of those things where they're all so underage and the boyfriend has like a difficult situation no, and had to move yeah. out. But that, that's, at the end of the day, I mean, it seems like a clear-cut case. It's not, it's not your responsibility and it's not, you don't have the right to do that. Yeah. I mean, you did it. Well, that's the thing too. If like, if you're, that's just one of the things you have to deal with when it's not your house. Like, yeah. That should motive, like I would have just used it as motivation to like move. Yeah. Like I'm going to work overtime. Did it say how old she was? Didn't it say like an 18 or 20 F or something? Let me see. Uh, da, 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 da. No, it just says that the brother is 16, but that's her younger brother. So she's <clears throat> at least 17, 18. Yeah. Either way, it's not your house and it's not your rules. Yeah, so I would have just used it as motivation to get, save up for my own place. Get out. Yeah. Now you don't have any motivation. So yeah. go get the dog back. Yeah. Yeah, especially not telling them if they're putting up... Uh, and then lying about it. They're putting up signs. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you got? But that's the thing is you no. can't... I don't think you could tell them. Well, no, that's... No, at this point, you gotta, you gotta live with that. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a wrap. Yeah, you just... That's one of the things you have to die with. Yeah. You know? Take it to your grave except for your throwaway Reddit account. Yeah, don't no. drink around your brother and, like, spill the beans. And show your OnlyFans account. Don't yeah. do that. Am I the asshole for le for not letting our daughter move back home? My husband and I have three children: twenty five F, sixteen M, thirteen F. Our oldest son moved. Our oldest moved. Our oldest, the twenty five F, moved out three years ago with her boyfriend and got an apartment. They were together four years before that, so it wasn't like she ran off with some guy she just met. We supported her decision. She was old enough and working full time. The issue is rent in our area has more than doubled on average since. Same. The landlord raised the rent 40% in a span of three months, and they couldn't afford to stay there anymore. The issue is that they weren't exactly swimming in cash before that. They don't really have enough for first and last security with the market security deposit. Not that there's much to, to but anyway, in their price range. Uh, that made sense. Um, their plan was to move in with her boyfriend's parents for a few months while they figured stuff out and saved up, but they won't let her come with. So they proposed an idea. She moved back in with us, him with his parents, and they'd save up and be gone in six months tops. 
the issue is me and my husband don't feel that's appropriate. She's an adult now and she needs to learn to take care of herself, not relying on handouts from her parents. She offered to pay rent, but we would only do that if she agreed to pay the market average plus her share of utilities, which would mean she couldn't save up like she wanted to. Uh, because we aren't doing that, she's been forced to share a two-bedroom with six other people, some of whom she finds sketchy. I feel for her, but I still think it's her responsibility. At this point, she doesn't call much anymore, and I'm worried that she may have impacted our relationship. Okay. What the fuck? And that's her kid? First of all, this is what, what pissed me off about this one. It's yeah. like, your generation ruined everything for us. So boomers. you, if your kid has to move in with you for six months, then oh, just... Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not like you, tops. You, tops, by the way. The, all the decisions made in this country are your, your age group. You guys are what's fucking everything up. Like, you're the reason everything's so expensive because they can't just let, you know, part of the reason rent and shit is so expensive is because they won't just let... The, the Federal Reserve has made everything more expensive by inflating money because they can't just let people's retire. Like they're, they're propping up the stock market and house values because they don't want the people that own all those assets to be bankrupt while they're in retirement. Yeah. That shit's going to come to an end soon and it's going to be rough for the older people because it's starting to crack. Mm -hmm. Three banks went under last week. It's, it's getting there, yeah. right? And you guys aren't old. Like, the thing is, is like, <clears throat> you can have that attitude now, but when you're old and your retirement's done and your, your, your daughter gets it together and she has her own place and you need a place to role stay. Role reversal. Role reversal. Yeah. You got to think, your kids are the ones that are going to be taking care of you because your retirement's going to get fucking, like social security, all that shit. It's going to be gone next 10, 15 years. Mm -hmm. So I would make decisions based on the fact that you're going to need your kids later on. Well, also being a good parent would be nice yeah. too. <laughs> but but no, it's just don't be upset if you treat your kids this way, if they're not going to let you move in with you, move in with them when your retirement's gone and you're too old to work. Yeah. Because it's coming. Like these retire, like the stock market, all that shit, retirement accounts, pension funds, they're going to disappear mm -hmm. in the next 10, 15 years. Don't go bitching to your, your daughter when she finally gets her, her shit together, together yeah. gets a house, and you don't have a place to leave. You need to sell your house to keep up with expenses. Yeah. So that's all I'm saying. Yes, you're the asshole. Your generation caused most of the problems for us in terms of inflation, all that shit. Yeah. Let her move in for six months. Yeah. I don't understand why it's a problem. Well, and she's willing to pay rent too. It's like, but they want market value for it. Which, but you're not you're not renting out that room anyway. Exactly. So why do you need it's your fucking kid, dude? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's yeah, one hundred percent the fucking asshole. But I think just it's sad, honestly. That that tough love or whatever that's gonna light a fire under her ass. She's gonna end up getting it together, and you're gonna need her help later on. And hopefully she doesn't give it to you. And you would rather your daughter go and live, live in a house with six people. people. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. No, I don't. <clears throat> Especially if she's been on her own for six years. Like and it's, she's, they're just in a rut. Yeah. It's not like it's she's constantly coming and begging for money or she's always fucking up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you're the you're the asshole. Just for like, just say, look. All right, you get six months. If you want to be that hardcore. Just say, look, you six get six months. Max. 
And that's what she said. But just saying, if you're in your 60s or 70s or what, well, how old is she? 26. So if the average age was like 20. So you're in your 50s right now? At least. I'm telling you right now. I don't know how many 50 or 60 year olds are listening to this podcast. <laughs> Do not fuck your kids over because they're going to be able to work 10, 15 years now from now and you don't know what's going to transpire or over that you're time. you're going to be alive, I guess, yeah. Yeah, you don't know if you're going to have any money or you're going to, your home, all your values, all that shit's going to disappear. People our age, we're going to be fine. We're going to be able to work for the next 20, 30 years. If you're yeah. older, you're not. Yeah. So you better, I wouldn't fuck over the people that are inclined to take care of you. And yeah. So, <clears throat> unless they're like super well off, but like if you're just regular middle class you have you have your 401k you think you're going to be able to rely on in five years yeah i wouldn't be burning bridges yeah because it's going to get rough if you're not going to be able to work in the next 15 years yeah that's that's fucking ridiculous yeah so yeah asshole Mm -hmm. all right final story of the day am i the asshole (laughs) am i the asshole for calling it's just kind of like a what is it, an oxymoron or a double negative for calling a fat pregnant woman entitled? I, generally speaking, if you're fat, you're going to be pregnant. Yeah. Not all pregnant women, are, not all fat women are pregnant, but all pregnant women are fat. <laughs> what? Listen, listen. I'm Why, just, I'm you just, just saying. say they're pregnant. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just saying, compare, you know what I mean? You got no, a fucking human growing in there. Uh, you're going to be. They, oh, whatever. Shit, okay. Dude. You got the beer belly, you got the baby bump, whatever. Dude, Anyways. That's just you're gonna do in the podcast with that one. I'm canceled. <laughs> How many episodes is it gonna take? Yeah. Oh tw- twelve. Twelve? <laughs> well, hey, we're still here. Well, let's yeah. see what happens before this one's uploaded. Uh M or I 24M, which by the way, I know it sounds stupid, but I'm 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 finally getting used to reading it like that because yeah. I understand I understand the way they format that, but I'm monkey brain, so it took me a while to register. It's like I, 25M, and girlfriend, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I'm dumb. That's what I'm trying to say. I, 24M, was sitting on the subway at 5 p.m., very specific, uh, which I normally do after getting home from work. Um, <laughs> a really fat pregnant woman sat next to me and tried to start up a conversation, saying hello and trying to talk to me about various things. It was awkward and uncomfortable because I don't know this woman. I have anxiety. Uh, and it seems like she wanted to hit on me. Uh, she looked around 42, uh, which seemed a little better too old to be pregnant. That's a weird a way to... A little bit too old? Yeah, it says a little, a little better. Yeah, maybe a little bit. A little bit too old to, get pre- to be pregnant. She started talking about how people refused to give her uh, seats on the subway before and had to leave the subway because pregnant women shouldn't use the subway standing. Honestly, I looked at her at first glance and didn't know that she didn't look pregnant. She looks really fat, so it makes sense why people wouldn't think she's pregnant. I told her to be more understanding of other people and that she doesn't look pregnant. She scoffed at me and said I'm being rude and she's trying to be friendly and that she's obviously pregnant. I was like, no, you aren't. If you say if you stay the weight you're currently at, then you'd still struggle the same even if you weren't pregnant. It's entitled. She said I'm a rude person and inconsiderate and started having tears in her eyes. The people around me gave me a death stare and one woman was like, do you want to sit near me? Which she did. 
Once I got off, one man called me disgraceful. I feel like shit, so maybe I was too blunt and an asshole. But at the same time, she made me seriously uncomfortable. Was I wrong here, uh, or is it an expected reaction when having serious anxiety? So, I understand having anxiety and some random lady coming up and trying to have a conversation with me, especially after a long day at work. So yeah. I understand being uncomfortable and not wanting to talk to her. However, comma, probably not the best way to go about it. Well, I think the content too, or like you're coming, it's like I'm trying to have a conversation, but you're just coming to me to vent about like people not giving up their seats. Yeah. And it's just like- I mean, at the same, yeah, at the same time, who I, I wouldn't care in that situation. Like, yeah. yeah, I guess that sucks. Like, I don't know you. But, nah, I don't know. I guess I can kind of see it both ways. I don't, maybe he was a little too blunt, but I don't really, I, I get his perspective. Yeah. Not necessarily the way he went about it, but. I mean. I think assuming is wrong. If you're, I mean, I mean, she can just be God, pregnant and also be, fat. Yeah, it might just be different now, but whether she's pregnant or not, you should give up sure. your seat for sure. like, women. Yeah, I mean, and, and I completely agree with that. I'm. I What I agree with is. I have the anxiety apart, not wanting to talk to people. Yeah. But, yeah, the way you kind of went about it, I mean, whatever. Even if it's something that you don't care about, you could either say, hey, you know, I've had a long day. And it's not that he didn't give up a seat. She was just complaining about people not giving up a seat because she yeah. sat down next to him. So, I mean, yeah, if you're in that situation, whatever, I'd still give my seat up. But I wouldn't assume. I mean, fat people can also get pregnant. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just I wouldn't assume and then throw their weight in their face. You don't really know this person, and if you don't want to have a conversation with them, why would you then turn it into like a confrontation? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, get headphones. Yeah, it's in the twenty first century. Get headphones. Yeah. Or Which doesn't them. help all the time. Like I still. Yeah, it doesn't help with me at work. I. Yeah. Oh my god. Like what I'll do is I'll I'll take it out of my ear and go, huh? Like when they so that they know that yeah. I can't hear you when these are in a social cue. I'm doing something else right now. Don't talk Only to come me. to me if you're dying yes. or something. Other than that, you stop. fat bitch, leave me alone, dude. Okay. No, yeah, he shouldn't. You shouldn't. Don't assume. <laughs> don't tell. That's a, not. You yeah. shouldn't tell a chick like. Well, you can't even tell you're pregnant. You could. Yeah, you're so fat. I couldn't tell you're pregnant. Yeah. Maybe you should fucking work out. But it sounds like this guy has like some maybe on the spectrum. Yeah, maybe that or just. Inept to social cues. Yeah, because don't do that. the lack of social awareness to be like, should I post this on Reddit? Like, are well, people going to take my here. side? Yeah, yeah. Remember, like the guy with the fucking. I was just, I don't know. I'm a loser. I re-listen to our episode just because I I enjoy what we're doing, and the fucking guy with the energy drink, and the cleaning the oh, car. Like, yeah. are you fucking stupid? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, that's with most people on here. Like, especially if you're the asshole, and it's clearly like. What are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. I guess, you know, curiosity killed the cat. That's something that you still, you want to know for sure. But most of the time it's fucking obvious. Yeah. Sometimes I read it, I'm like, oh, this is made up. And yeah. like the top comment is usually like, this is a fake story. You made this up. This easily could have just been some guy being a dickhead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or it just doesn't have the social awareness. Like, yeah. Or and after, you know, after a long day, after work, it's probably like the, the least I'm willing to put up with bullshit. True, but I'm so, still yeah. like, unless, I don't know, unless she's like really getting in my face, I'm still like, listen, I, I really don't want to talk to anyone right now. That's all yeah. that it takes. And if she continues to talk, then put your earbuds in. And then if she wants to do the same thing and act like a Karen, then she's just being a, a fat bitch, you know what I mean? Yeah. But whatever, man. 
Yeah, if you don't want people to talk to you, make it apparent. Like, pretend to be sleeping. Yeah. I do that, too. You know, the the Kevin Hart with the grandma, mm-hmm. just, oh, just faint. Just do <laughs> yeah. one of those. You're good. But, yeah, no. I mean, definitely the asshole for how you went about that. Uh, I don't think you're an asshole for not wanting to talk to people, but, yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, don't assume. <clears throat> don't assume someone's gender. Don't assume they're not pregnant. Don't assume anything because you'll get canceled. That's right. You got to be careful. She may have not identified as a fat person. Yeah, but even if she is, who are you to tell her? That's how it is. Yeah. You know? Just keep your mouth shut, mind your business, and that's it. Yeah. But I also <laughs> get the concept of, like, if she, if you continue on, like, if you go, yeah, that's fucked up, she's just going to keep talking. Yeah. So maybe he then just... Then you're to He didn't know how to get out of it, so he's just like, if I say, you know, something mean... If I piss mean, her off. Which stop. I don't understand that because nowadays with Karens, that could turn on your head entirely. Yeah. That, could, that situation could have been much worse than it was. Plus, you got to think, like, if someone's going to come up to you randomly and just start bitching and complaining, like, venting yeah. to a stranger, yeah. something's not right with them. So you never know how that could go. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're on, you know, TikTok with, like, video of you getting beat up by... A bunch of people on the subway. Yeah. Or just that lady. Just the lady. Yeah, yeah you never know. more embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so that yeah. that concludes episode 12. That was episode 12 of the New Party Podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And remember, uh, we have an email account. If you guys want to send us stories like this or have any questions, think of it as like a mailbag, uh, newpartypodcast at gmail.com. But thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. All right, see ya. See ya.